everyone and welcome to not only just Monday and not only just October, but welcome to Drinks the Day After. We are excited to have everybody here. Welcome Lady Sanchez, Stefan and Darling and all of our people over in YouTube, Louisa in Germany and Vicky. Hey guys. And Hi. Say, let's get into this day because you guys, I don't know about y'all, but today I became a Hope Logan fan. I was intrigued. I because she was defending Thomas fiercely. Yes, honey. I, I had my I had to take my pearls out yes. and put them on so that I could clutch them the right way. I had to have the right effort on the day because I kept feeling my hand going up on my throat and I was like Pearl. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, Hope Annabelle Logan, is that you speaking to your mama in that time? Yes, I yes. Loquisha Sharp. <laughs> she was for me, Bubble. She, she was defending herself against Brooke. It was. It wasn't more for Thomas. She defended herself. I love that, Bubbles. She defended hey, Thomas too. She told. Go ahead, Sam. Hope told Brooke today that um, Thomas had worked very hard on his relationship with Douglas, and he did not deserve to have CPS called on him. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. The back door, ready to put. She was ready to be. She ran up in there. This about some damn CPS. I'm here. She, <laughs> she did, then, darling. She ran she, up in there. She came in swinging. I don't think I've ever seen Hope Logan Sharp run up on nobody in her whole soul pistol. <laughs> Normally, Hope be having that static for everybody but her mother, but today yes. it was for Brooke and for nobody else. Yes. All the smoke, all the heat for her mama today. Like, and, I'm and just ask Brooke, did you the one that called CPS? Oh, you know, oh, you know, she did. Annika, Annika was playing the shit out of this because the cues I got is subconsciously hope is suspicious of her mama. Yes, honey. She yes. Was very suspicious of her mama today. Like, what the fuck, mom? She was. She insinuated today. She did insinuate to Brooke that I believe you made the call, and before she left, she said, "I bet she even threw some hand gestures up." She gave Brooke the hand. Mm -hmm. She say, "I think I better go because uh, I don't know what all of this." you got going on right here and uh walked out the door i say wait a minute hold on wait rewind what i <laughs> said ah. it was the you sound just like liam for me I trying to hang this on Thomas because not, the thing yeah. is even if it because the problem is if it's on Thomas then all of this progress goes away whether yes. it was Brooke or whether Brooke was responsible mm. for the call we're gonna get into that later because yeah I got some ideas about that now after today yes. 
Um, I knew you would, darling. I knew you would. <laughs> whether she's responsible, whether she made the call or whether she's responsible for the call, the point mm-hmm. is when Hope breezed herself out of that out of that um room after she had got into her with got into it with her mother, because yes, we've been talking about Logan v. Logan, and I think today was the first day we really got it. Mm-hmm. Is because the reason it would be such a waste is because. Brooke doing something this ass backwards stupid isn't just about her screwing over her husband's son. This is about her creating a real live breach in the relationship between her and her favorite damn child. Because mm-hmm. Hope was very clear today. She does not approve. She does not support. She does not believe in any shape, way, and form that CPS ever should have been called for any period. That's right. I'm be Brooke. Let's not make any mistakes about that. But I know how Belle likes to throw our favorite Tay Top under the bus. Mm, right does. now, all I see is Thomas on his way to the Greyhound station. Right. Um, oh, it is man. so unfair. And he might not get there this week or next week, but at some point, Thomas is going to arrive at. Actually, the Greyhound is going to show up to uh, Willow Hill Road and just come pick him up at the house. He's going to have the whole damn Greyhound to himself. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm suspicious about Brooke because she's getting all these text messages and she's being secretive about something. But we know how Belle is. It looks good for Thomas right now. And then in three months, um, somebody gonna be committing suicide so he can have hope again. I, I just don't have a lot of faith in Belle. I know Can Can believes this is part of the reset, and I want to believe that with her. But I'm traumatized. I have PTSD. It's understandable. I got survivors remorse. I got I got all of the things that people need um, medication and treatment for because. And every time I try to get, every time I get my hopes up, they all come shooting down. Darling, I don't think you have anything to worry about. I believe, darling, uh, as she stated it so perfectly, it would tear down all the progress the show has made. I don't think Bradley is wanting to do that. Um, I have a couple ideas now. I know last week we were all, it was pretty much looking like it could have been Thomas, but now I'm 80% Brooke and maybe 20% Douglas. I mean, I would even go maybe 60% Brooke and 40% Douglas at this time. I'm looking at a DID, uh, that reactive psychosis they brought her with in 96, or either Brooke has been off the wagon since New Year's Eve. I think Brooke, she just might have been running around a whole drunk this whole time and nobody realized it. Because she has been a raging Karen, hasn't she? A damn Karen. Yes, she has. Listen, I was thinking that to myself the other day. I said, now what is here? Because... You know, we always talk about how quick she was to pick up that something was wrong after she drank that juice that Queen spiked, but she wasn't picking up on nothing when she drank that whole bottle of champagne. And what if she has been sneaking around drinking like she went to one AA meeting and that was that was it. That's all she ever does is just one AA meeting and now she's fixed. Right. But what if Brooke has been secretly Drinking all this, I, I first of all don't think Brad is smart enough to do that. But 
I like to, I like to, and that's the interesting point that Lady Sanchez brought up. What if this bitch been drunk the whole damn time and we even missed it? Yes. She ain't had, mm-hmm. no, had no man. Ain't nothing left for her but the bottle. We've seen what happens to Brooke when she's not having sex and she don't have a man. She goes to the bottle. We've even Thank seen it happen sooner or later. But we just like we never expected Bill to call Steffi and offer to sell his uh, compound out there in Aspen. We would never expect Brooke to bend the fell off the wagon secretly in this out here pulling the whole damn kitty do caucus and drinking isopropyl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm still on the um uh point. I'm still on that probably. Uh, if Thomas didn't do it, Douglas did it. But what would be beautiful music is if indeed something is wrong with Brooke and she made the call and she don't remember or she blacked out, something cognitive. Right. Because that way, maybe somebody would have pity on the whole. I wouldn't. I won't. I yeah. Won't. But it might be a good move for people that might be, you know, unbiased as me. They may be able mm-hmm. to deal with for her if she does really have a problem. Um, if it turns out to be Thomas, I'm gonna be more. I'm gonna resent the Logans even more. Oh yes. Go ahead and be prepared to resent them even more because you know how Brad likes to build us up, only to drop us on our faces. We might as well call ourselves Buttercup because all he does is build us up. And we get we didn't got look how long it, we got built up with Steffi and and time and time again we was like oh she done finally shook this bastard it took her for, forever for them to shake Steffi from Liam and give her a man who comes home to her and her kids every day they wouldn't have done it they wouldn't have did it if we wouldn't have raised and we had, so right and we had to fight for that because they was perfectly ready to kill Finn and throw Steffi right back into that damn triangle with Lowe. Where this time Liam would have been her savior and he would have ended up walking out on hope because Steffi and, and Kelly need him so much. When he ain't thought about that this whole time, they very well were sending us back into that hell hole if we hadn't sat there and fought for Finn the way that we did. That's why they, they got dragged. Bold live, that reaction. Just like yeah. they kept, Finn kept saying the Bold said, well, there might be more. And, and, and he said that he never he just didn't trust that you know he would get the call back but um, he, he felt like that that save Finn and the people really made them think twice like well maybe we need to bring that guy back Shit, the day they, the day they did that stupid steam montage they got dragged for filth I didn't even listen to the bowl live I was walking around in my house listening to the whole music until I got somebody on the phone so I could tell them that I was uh what what did I say? My reaction is negative. <laughs> Bring back pen. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but you know what, guys? I mean, it can be as simple as uh Brooke being drunk. Or, um, Sam, you mentioned this before last week. What if Douglas did this and Thomas is covering for Douglas? What if Douglas is having some type of mental issues himself because he has been living in that cabin and he has been hearing how they talk about his dad, right? So, um, 
or it goes back if Brooke made the call and maybe she just didn't forgot because she blacked out because she is drinking. Right. But I don't now, think they're going to do this with Thomas. I know about the people. I know we all have every reason to believe that they won't do this for Thomas, but I just really don't believe, guys. I don't believe it. Well, I can tell you point blank. I already got my think piece halfway mentally drafted if they completely screw us on this deal. I mean, because let's be honest, the Brad loves to throw Thomas under the bus. And sometimes it's about the fact that they just can't control their impulses. Now, two things that happened that I found very insightful, because the more we see of people outside of the people who initially knew about the situation, the more this situation is kind of coming into focus. Because first of all, Thomas was playing things kind of ambiguous before. Today, it didn't look so ambiguous with him. And Brooke still looks guilty as shit. Now, something that I'm going to, two things I'm going to point out that I want us to keep in mind going forward for the rest of this week and probably into next week. Um, when Ridge left Thomas at the Forrester Mansion to go talk to Brooke, because, you know, he's a goddamn moron, but that's another story. He specifically said, told Thomas not to mention a word about this to Steffi or Eric. Somehow, yeah. I think not yet. Somehow, I think this is important because he does not want the word about this, about this getting around. Now, right. we just going to say never mind about Paul Walter at job and not saying that they found out from a contact that uh, it was Brooke because, yeah, Walter, Walter job is gone. OK, because there ain't no way that this is going to stay quiet, <laughs> which is why you don't do favors for rich folks. But that's another story. But, but um, because I'm gonna come back and, and add something to that. Okay, so he so he said he so he basically Ridge does not want the word out because he wanted to confront Brooke himself. So my question is, if Ridge takes his ass off to Aspen, because he will be in Aspen before the end of the week. My what I really want to see, especially because the Eric and Donna scene is not until Friday because of my suspicions that I have, I wants to know who, exactly how that conversation is gonna go with their Eric and Donna. Because keep in mind, the only people who know about the CPS call or the whole knife incident are people that Brooke told. Yes. That's it. And so far we've seen reactions from everyone she's told up to this point. She told Ridge, Ridge told Thomas, Thomas told Taylor, Taylor told um, Steffi just about the knife part because they don't know about the CPS part. Girl, I'm and, afraid to Aspen and don't know CPS and been to the house. Family. Exactly. See, that answered the question we all had, Bubbles, because we all asked, how is Taylor going to be going to um, Aspen when the CPS didn't been called on Thomas? Now we know she don't know. <laughs> and she told Brooke told Hope and she told Liam and supposedly that's it. Everybody who knew about what happened now knows about the CPS call with the exception of Steffi and Taylor. So watch that particular space because I'm I got thoughts about that. Oh Bubbles, you said you wanted to tag something on. What was I tagging on? What did you have just say? I don't know, but I want to hear about your thoughts. 
Darlene said she had thoughts. I mean, yeah. Oh, well, wait, well, ain't nothing but adding opportunity. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, well, I'll go ahead. I didn't want, I didn't want Bubba to lose her train of thought because I know how it is when, when, when something jump out at you and you kind of got to put your hand on it before you lose it. And I didn't step on no toes, did I? No, and I lost it, but I, it was important. What was it? What was that? What did What did I say a minute ago? Well, you were talking, talking about who all knew about the call and what yes. you would want, what you would want to see oh. before the Eric and Donna scene okay. uh, Friday. I got, I got there go bubbles. You got, got it back, bubbles. I got it back. The okay. reason why I still think it's gonna fall on Thomas. Y'all was talking about Walter gonna lose his job. If Thomas mm. did this, ain't no job to lose. True. Not really, because if it's a con and it didn't really come from CPS and it's Thomas and it's a con, ain't no job for Walter to lose. Right. And, and why would this he be worried about it? Because it's a con and no job for Walter to lose. That's right. Y'all kept talking about the con and the only way to con work is to have a um, legit part of the con. Walter was supposed to be the, the legit alleged. So is we saying that that Walter, that all two of three, how, did we get the third CPS person yet? Walter was, that the was Walter. Walter. Walter, Walter was, was the third, okay. third one. And that's so why we're so he saying that all three were cons by Thomas. But remember, my whole thing was Brad Bell is simple. He's not mm -hmm. going to pull a real con where he's going to do it in two different scenes with a, yet another third character. I don't believe that Thomas would pull his con in that many scenes with that many um, add-ons. Right. I just don't believe that all of them are cons. Uh, I believe a legit call had to go to CPS. Yes. I believe Yes. That. Or, yeah, because it don't make sense any other way. Because they had two different days, two different scenes. I mean, two different days, multiple scenes. Of that these the separate sets of CPSs. But all that happened on the same day. Thomas, wasn't it the same day Thomas called that guy over later after the it's all still It's all still the same day. We've been, this is the is longest the day clothes? we've had in a minute. It's the same clothes, but still, we've seen it in two different days. Right. Bell too lazy to, to do this and spread it out just for one con. He's got three different people just to for Thomas to have somebody come back to look like CPS, I don't see Brad Bell hiring three different people for that. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's too much they they doing. I, I'm with you, Sam. I feel like they would be doing too much just to throw Thomas right back there under the bus because it would just. I mean, darling, you we have to go back to mm -hmm. your original statement. I mean, he would basically be just tearing down everything that he's built. It would all have been for nothing. So why do all of that just to tear it down? See, that's oh, what it keeps going back to. to tear I would, I the thing is, I want to believe that too. Except here's the thing: we had some good damn set, some good damn setups when Vinny ended up dead, and you saw how they did that. They threw all the potential that went with that story, and just they just chucked it. <laughs> and also the potential we're getting uh, um, um, Bill and Liam out of jail. Nobody has mentioned. None of the cast members, none of the characters have mentioned how Thomas was responsible for getting Liam out of jail. <clears throat> Not Liam to and Bill running around here calling Thomas psycho and unstable. 
but those two motherfuckers benefited from when he was doing good. But that does not get to even get talked about on Canvas. Mm-hmm. And on the show. Not to mention Justin's whole beef with Bill just, just evaporated like vapor. Justin Cage Thomas. Justin Cage Thomas to keep him from freeing Bill and Liam. Caged him for days. But but we don't get no credit at all on Team Thomas for him being a good person for the past two years. They're going to just pretend like it didn't happen so they can slide him under the bus. So what they're going to do, break that cage and say, oh, we need a villain, break the cage and bring out Thomas Forster. I hope like hell that we are, we're just suffering from a lot of PTSD because one thing that, like I said, the, the, the directions the directions that this story can go in, if this holds like it should, are, are so fascinating. And I just really hope that it's not a, a loss for us. Not just because it would, it would show them just, you know, throwing Thomas under the bus and it being a damn step back. It's just that it would be a loss for half the people on the canvas because there a lot of people are stagnant with nothing to do in this story where this CPS call happens under these circumstances where Brooke is either the per- either the perpetrator or responsible because that's the that's the one that I'm leaning more towards because yes I'm ske- I'm so sketchy about Brooke her and that yeah. damn cell phone today yeah yeah she was really doing the most with her phone today and I'm like sis why you keep hiding your phone like that I thought she only used it when she texts Ridge uh-uh. Oh, no. Oh, she Maybe. got a the text that came in when she was talking to Hope. I think she was talking to Hope and she looked at it and then she put it down on the bar and put her hand on top of it. Yeah. And yeah. Maybe I'm just paying too much attention to the details, but I oh, don't anybody put their um, phones down like that on the soap opera unless they were trying to hide something. Not just that. Keep in mind. This is the this is also after this is all still the same day now. And remember, last week I said that Brooke was texting somebody and she was looking titchy titchy and drumming her fingers on the back of her on the back of her phone like she was anxious about something. So something Brooke is in communication. Brooke is in communication with someone about something that is making her uber nervous. She's waiting on that call to see if if the if the case has been closed from CPS or either like you said that and if she's working if she has an accomplice because I remember you did say you think Brooke mm-hmm. had an accomplice, darling. You know, um, are they able to find out that she was the one who made the call, or just making sure they got their story straight? So it's two things that Brooke can be waiting on. She could be waiting to see if that that case was closed. And if they're going to find out who it leads back to, you know, can it be, uh, can it be traced back to her? Because see, mm-hmm. one more thing is not only just keeping it from Ridge, but keeping it from Hope because she didn't even deny it or defend herself to with Hope today too. And Hope pretty much accused her of making the call. Mm-hmm. See, and she had nothing to I- say. I feel like Brooke is about to enter Henry II territory. When I say that, I mean, there's like, there's this famous line from history that he supposedly, he said, well, no one rid me of this troublesome priest. Mm 
And that's basic, that was basically him bitching about the Archbishop uh, of Canterbury. Now, he was saying, you know, he's giving me problems. I wish somebody would just, you know, make him go away. And it just so happens four of his knights promptly <clears throat> went to Canterbury and made him go away. They killed him. And the thing is, it feels like Brooke, and if I had not just been watching House, catching up on House of the Dragon in the last three days, it makes me feel like Brooke opened her mouth about this situation, about the whole the whole knife debacle of that she blew out of proportion yes. and, the, and the whole idea of CPS. I feel like she spoke to someone about this and yeah. then they were the ones who did it. Because the thing is, in that way, it fulfills <clears throat> Brad Bell's need to keep Brooke's hands clean, but it doesn't really because she's still the cause of it. Because contrary to popular opinion, if you basically want somebody to disappear and somebody makes your wish come true because it was your wish, you're culpable. Yeah. And That's so right. that that kind and that plays here with Brooke too. And even if she didn't give anyone express directions to call CPS and snitch on Thomas about bullshit that only halfway happened the way she said it did. Yeah, he had a knife cutting apples. No, no, uh, Douglas wasn't running around the room. You heard her talking about, what if he's running around with it and fall on it? Oh, Lord, she sounds yeah, so crazy. Yes, yes. yes. And another thing, too, mm -hmm. darling, that uh, Brooke, you know, it was uh, she didn't seem too concerned. She didn't see, you know, like if you tell me something that I didn't know what was happening, I would be so surprised. Like, oh, what? So when Hope told her, you know, so, you know, when her and Hope was talking, one of the things that Brooke said that I caught was um, she said to Hope, well, why don't you can, but you can use that information, Hope. She was like, but you can use that to get Douglas back, though. Yeah. And you saw how Hope cut her damn eyes at her mama? Oh, that pissed Hope off. She was like, this, this my child. This ain't a, a bargaining chip. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like suspect. It might not last, but Hope is waking up to the type of person her mother is, and she like, the veil is being lifted. The scales is falling from her eyes, and she gonna get a whole complete wallop when she walk in on a mom and her husband being inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was yeah. oh hey can can hey can can hey ladies hey everyone are you okay you sound sleepy sleepy that's the problem that's I, yeah I just woke up okay well this so that's the thing hope was very dubious with her mother she was very I mean this is about as close as I've seen her to uh, seen her being curt with uh Brooke in a long long time she was not here for any of it she was not here for the talk about how how she could use this to get Douglas back she was not here for the talk about how and and, and I agree with what Sanchez said earlier this wasn't just about her sticking up for Thomas which she did Hope actually stuck up for herself because she point blank told her mama, I don't appreciate you talking to me like my judgment can't be trusted, ma'am. Mm -hmm. And she, made, she, said, she said that shit with her whole chest, which is unusual in the Brooke and Hope dynamic. So oh, it's like, 
if they, it's like, I really do hope they don't throw Thomas under the bus for this. I, I hope Bell has resisted that impulse because this scenario is causing changes in several different in several, several different places. The least the, 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 the one I'm the least concerned with is with Ridge going uh sing for his supper in Taylor face. I, I, whatever. Forget that. That's the least oh, yeah, interesting part of this that. at this point. Yeah. We are now at the point where this is going to reset the the dynamics in other people's relationships because yeah. of of what Brooke either did or what she's responsible for for what happened. I totally she, agree. Yeah, I was very proud of Hope today because this is what. Now I'm not like a really big fan of her, right? Oh no, not at all. Me neither. So, but I've always wanted the dynamic to be level, like to be a little bit even, and it's just like. Her taking the first steps and you know coming up against one of her major um, hiccups, like her mom and Liam are just two people who always underestimate her. They underestimate her more than her supposed rivals. So it it cracked me up that she stepped out there on that newfound land and found her footing so easily because. You know, and I, I love how she told her mom, there you go again, sounding like Liam. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where the problem really is going to come in, ladies. <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, y'all have seen Hope um, push back on Brooke. Hope's going to have to do a whole lot more pushing for, for Brooke to even budge, but Hope found the spine today. Now, it's going to be interesting watching her find her spine with Liam. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. is what's going to be interesting because yeah. she can't unmom Brooke. Brooke yeah. is always going to be her mom, right? She's, you know how it is, it's family. I, we don't disagree, fan. I won't speak to you for the next few weeks. I'll holler at you Thanksgiving. But, but Liam is her husband. How is she going to find her spine and fiercely defend Thomas to that fuck boy she married to. She that always found her spine against Liam, though. Her mom I ain't seen no spine against Liam lately. Well, 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 I'm saying she has not really had a problem finding one with Liam, especially when she's uh, passionate about something or she's in her mood to serve him some justice. Like when he does something with Steffi against her. You know what I mean? So she, she this isn't something some unfound area that she needed to discover with Liam. Yes, My it whole... is. It's unfounded. Because mm -hmm. she's always been fighting with Liam because he done ran off and screwed Steffi. But now she's going to be defending Thomas to Liam. This is uncharted territory. Yeah. Yeah, she's never really well, in the beginning when she when he was sick and she was sick. Uh, yeah. See, she was kind of defending him because she was sick and couldn't see it. We all that's right. Yeah. But now everybody is better. I'll even go the distance and say hope is better in a better place too now. But everybody yeah. is better now, and so it is different for her to be defending Thomas when he absolutely deserves to be defended because he hasn't done anything, um, and she knows that. So, um, yeah, that's how it looks. 
and Liam because Liam is still talking to her like she's a child who doesn't know. Anything. Oh, well, Hope, of course, you know, you're so trustworthy. You can't see it. You're gullible. <laughs> you yeah. And I to tell you these things because, you know, you you'll fall into these same traps again, girl. You're not capable of, 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 of seeing the danger. You see, only your me and your mama can see the danger. You you're not capable. And that's how they play and hope like she's a stupid kid. And well, it's not, what's going to be terrible is if they prove her, prove it right that she's a stupid kid. Exactly. If they regress Thomas, they are just making a fool out of hope in everybody except for Brooke and Liam. Now, does Brad Bell hate us that much? To drag his precious Logan to make Hope look stupid? No, well, we I don't think Brooke so. And Liam, Brooke and Liam are his absolute favorites. I don't mm -hmm. think he's going to throw Hope. I don't think he's getting ready hope. to do that to uh to let Hope Brooke. I, I mean, I don't think he's getting ready to do that because, see, if he if he drags Thomas, then he would be tearing Hope down, too. And I don't think he wants uh Liam and Brooke to be the winners here in this oh. situation. Mm -hmm. I really if don't. I, and that's the thing. The thing is, we can all mostly agree that Brooke, Liam, and Hope are the most protected characters when it comes down to the writing that we've gotten in the last few years. But yeah. now it looks like we're rolling into a place where if where Brooke and Liam are on the opposite side of where Hope is. Yeah. And the question is, yeah. where if, if the right if the writing has to take a turn, who is Belle more likely? to tear down a bit in this scenario, Liam and Brooke or Hope. And the thing is, I just, if he, if he tears down Hope, I would be truly shocked and surprised because he hasn't done that since, since the character was reintroduced. He never mm -hmm. does that. But you guys, like I was saying earlier, in Sanchez's space, it kind of seems like you remember how um, whenever when, Whenever there's something that goes on and there's always some type of uh, sinister something about Thomas that goes on and uh, um, Brooke and Liam seems to always have uh, a end on it. They always seem to they like we oh, know well, they finna well, set them know, up to be the superheroes. Yeah. Right. They're gonna they always have this um knowledge like, oh well, you know, he seemed to be very manipulative towards you and he did this before and, and it's always come out to where they have been the victorious one and to be right. But it seemed like they are switching that. They are turning them into the ones to look like the crazy people, that, right? And every and everyone else on the outside, especially Ridge or Thomas or now and now Hope, to seem to be like the ones that actually know more than them two. And that's another reason why I feel like you know it's not going to be so much uh, where Hope is going to look like she's the crazy one anymore. I think like that's just that's changing. Yeah. Well, today she it. sure she and sure it. sounded lucid today, and also that look and the th the look that was on her face and the look that was on Brooke's face when yeah. she said that you sound just like Liam. She Brooks Hope sounded disgusted, and Brooke mm -hmm. had the nerve to stand up there and look confused. 
Yeah. yeah like like it, it shocked out. her that Hope was actually seeing because, you know, they have been able, you know, because they trying to, they want Hope to think that Thomas is the one who's manipulating Hope. But mm -hmm. Hope realized today that it's Liam and her mom that's doing the manipulating here. And Brooke looked at her like, how dare you? come to your senses you know that's the <laughs> for me that's how brooke was looking at her like oh this like, chicken's warmed up you know exactly. and calling me out on my stuff yeah yeah she mm -hmm. should what happens <clears throat> I what happens if what happens if liam and brooke keep pushing hope and she like i predict they're going to push her right into thomas's orbit because he's going to be the only one that she can talk to where, you know, that treats her like she got half a brain. Yeah. True. He's the only one that talks to her like she mm -hmm. is respectable. Steffi just don't quit her. Um, and, um, you know, Ridge looks at her half the time like she's crazy. So yeah. if, if they do continue <laughs> to push hope towards Thomas, what's going to happen is those two, Brooke and Liam, are going to be commiserating because they're watching everything slip away. Brooke is going to be devastated because Ridge has already slipped away. And he's going to be sobbing tears with Brooke because he can see Hope slipping away, which Hope ain't slipping away. All she's doing is being a co-parent and just being a friend of Thomas. But when she find out that, that Liam, the mama, that's when her and Thomas is going to really light up and be serious for real. I think this is the big fear among the Lope fans is that yeah. Brad Bell might just be serious about doing Thomas and Hope. So yeah. our fear is that he's going to throw Thomas under the bus by making him a villain. But the mm -hmm. Lope fans fear is the opposite of ours, that Thomas is not going to be the villain and yeah. they're seriously pushing Thope. So they are, and we're seeing Hope fans jump off the, we're seeing Hope fans, you know, just jump off the, they ready to just give Thomas, uh, I mean, give Douglas back to Thomas. I've seen them on Twitter, Sam. I've seen them just throwing, we don't want Thope, let Hope, let uh, Thomas have his son. Because, so I'm like, what the Lope fans know that we don't, because the Lope fans are in an outrage. They don't think that Bradley is getting ready to throw Thomas on the bus. They think that Liam and uh, Brooke, they think Brooke is doing something um, underhanded here. And they're going to push their little precious hope right to Thomas. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what I'm seeing. So listen, what we need to do is we just need to keep on Twitter saying they better not throw Thomas under the bus. Oh yeah, that's my thing. Because we know Don Diamond told us, well, was it Don Diamond or Sean Kanan that they do uh, post scripts or post taping where they have to go back and retape something of something they've taped already a week or two ago. So we know that they can change shit. And tomorrow is, you know, the spoiler with Thomas Marvels at Hope's ability to always see the best in them. So that's going to be them commiserating yeah. together about joint parenting, talking about the whole CPS thing. And the thing is, is that, you see, in Brooke and in, in Briam world, they wanted Hope to come out on a bag on Thomas just for the fact that CPS was called. But yep. yeah. I think, but that's not how it played. Her first thought was not, Oh my God, Thomas must have done XYZ for CPS to be called. Her first thing was that Thomas ain't did a fucking thing. Who the hell done called and these who people the hell up and hit a question that exactly. child? Exactly. 
Can we get into, can we get into Ridge's reaction with because Ridge he came Ridge. in there with a purpose and he, he looked at her he wanted to see if she was so Ridge even believes that Brooke was lying to him too today about the CPS but what I want to make notice is going back to my uh reactive psychosis DID mm-hmm. or Brooke just drunk. Um, and been drinking since New Year's is because after all of that was going on and, you know, Hope had just accused her of probably you're the one that probably called us and she gave it a hand. She was like, you know, I need to go to the office and talk to her. Thomas, because, you know, I'm done with whatever this is right here. And she kind of moved her hand, you know, mm-hmm. over Brooke's face, like, you know, whatever it is you done done, I need to Girl, go and fix shame. this shit. She that, was real. That, was ho- that was real. That was housewives level shit. Yes. Whatever this is. Yes, whatever this shit is. She, cause she got an idea. She insinuated that whole time that Brooke may have mm-hmm. been the one who did it. But as soon as and she was like, cause you know, well, I'm gonna let you go ridge come and whatever blah 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 but then when Ridge come Brooke was uh trying to get the dinner going so I'm like wait a minute what in the fuck is there was another see there was another red flag for me see so Mm -hmm. she had a time she in the conversation with Hope she could have defended herself when Hope was like well who called who could have did this and she was and Brooke instead of Brooke saying well I know Ridge think it was me but it wasn't me she said well Hope you can use it but you can use it to get Douglas out the house so when Ridge came today and again instead of her saying well I know I was the one made the threat but it wasn't me um, she said well I'm sure whoever did it they didn't think that they would question Douglas like that and she went on to, uh, <laughs> to get the dinner together and it's like you know bro, it's just, she's dancing not, around it she's dancing around it what happens guys if um uh, tomorrow, uh, Brooke, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know. Whenever uh, uh, Bill comes to tell Brooke that Taylor in, in um, Steffi is in Aspen and she takes off to go, what if she does arrive in Aspen? What if she confesses to Ridge that she did make the call to CPS? Yeah, she I'm confess. thinking she will. She won't I, I never considered that as a possibility. Her. If that she did it, if I did, did, Sam. I did. I, I, it's always been a possibility that she go run down and try to say, I'm sorry, and fix right. it. Right. And what so, if she also tell him she's drink? I feel like if that comes out, Brooke may just been drunk. She may be confessed. I mean, maybe she's been drinking. And she did it because she was in a drunken stoop. And she goes and she confesses it. She's well, not going to confess if she thinks that she's not to blame. That's the whole point of why she was acting the way she was acting today with Ridge. When Ridge came in the door, she absolutely just acted like it was just another day and she yeah, just she was, was trying to put on a facade. She was trying to put on a facade that, you know, it's going to be okay. I'm here for you and we're going to do something to take your mind off of what happened at yeah. the Porsche Mansion. My, my, th- my theory is that she's just snapping in and out of this type of psychosis, like she's snapping in and out of these these personalities, and it's it's trauma. Either that or she's lying and she's trying to cover it up. 
Well, we'll, I mean, we'll see more of it as the weeks go because these storylines are playing out really fast. See, and that's the thing. Like, y'all remember, y'all saw when Hope took that call from someone relating something to Forrester, and I guess they had a question for her. Yes, and she and she basically said that she was deferring to Thomas on something because he's her lead designer. And Brooke got so damn salty. Oh, her ass was like the Morton Salt girl. They should have gave her ass an umbrella and some galoshes. Hey guys. Did anybody else pick up on the fact that Hope Logan calls herself Hope Logan instead of Hope Spencer? Yes. She always that, we had a whole conversation about names last week, so yeah, everybody yeah, was paying did. attention. Yeah, because <laughs> that's how that's how Eric is Hope Logan. None of the Logan women go by their married names. Donna was never Donna Forrester. Well, Donna kind of did, but Brooke has always been Brooke Logan. Katie has always been Katie Logan, married to Bill Spencer. Hope has always been Hope Logan, married to Liam Spencer. She has never, maybe one time she somebody has called her Hope Spencer. I don't recall it ever, but they always go by that Logan name because that's their family name. That's that's what put them on. That's what got them where they That's who they are. They are. They're not fixing to drop that Logan name for no damn. We was talking about this. That's why I hope they'll understand why the Forrester name is so important. Her mama don't use it unless it's to her benefit. Um, she ain't never really taught her why she been um, stalking this family name for 30 something years. Hope they'll know why it's important to be a Forrester because her mama ain't never... Brooke ain't never been Brooke Marone. She wouldn't never Brooke Jones. She wouldn't never Brooke Forrester. She has always been Brooke Hogan, even when she married Eric. Ridge still calls her his Forrester. That they they don't they do not consider themselves. They want to be in the family, but they don't consider themselves part of the family because they won't use that name. You see Hope signing some documents. She's signing Hope Logan. And the kick of it was with Brooke was that I was like, hold on, Brooke. You sitting up here talking about how Thomas and Hope are how your their lives are interweaved. Uh, that's y'all fault, okay? Because one, if y'all didn't want Thomas to be the lead designer on Hope for the future, apparently they let Hope decide who's gonna her lead designer is gonna be. But she chose Thomas because yeah, he can design. And as for the co-parenting thing, I will give Liam credit for one thing only. Before any papers were signed and before any of these shenanigans really got started, he point blank told Hope, if we do this, that means basically that we are going to be stuck with Thomas for the rest of our lives. So that that fact was well expressed before a, before anything was done, that they would have to deal with Thomas on a on a one on one basis for the rest of their lives if she chose to be um Douglas's mother. So it is what it is. I'm like, Brooke, why are you making this sound like Thomas is some 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 stalker who who's wormed himself into Forrester and into Hope's life? Excuse me. Can I get you guys' opinion on sure. on something? Okay. Now I put the tweet out. Can I get you I don't know if you guys seen it. Did you guys see it? <laughs> Uh, the tweet and how I um, I'm kind of coming kind of coming to the uh, pop up right now. What is it? Twitter. Well, well, okay. Well, no, you don't have to. Okay, my whole thing is is that 
I'm thinking that maybe Brooke is having her own Vicky Nikki experience. Oh, DID. Right. So my thing <clears throat> is, um, I think it's onset from the uh, why did I drink? Because we got this whole four month ordeal to go through. Brad put us through this for a reason. That whole thing expanded from New Year's Eve all the way to freaking April. You know what I mean? So my whole thing is, is that that was not for complete not. It was not because it served just one purpose on on seeing uh, and, and Sheila's side. The fallout could be exactly what the uh, split personality come from because of the trauma of that. Now, it was traumatizing to, in my opinion, to Brooke because it led to a lot of different scenarios. It led to her uh, losing Ridge. Her, uh, it led to her drinking after being on the wagon for so long to falling off miserably. You know, she was just loose as a goose, to not to be frank, but she was actually loose as a goose with the alcohol and she got down and dirty with uh with uh Ridge about Deacon. So my thing was is that and then on top of that, Taylor came back. Taylor came back and that's always been a point of pressure for Brooke. So my thing is what if this is something that's triggering that? <laughs> Well, Did see, I that know? could be the reactive psychosis because you remember, Ken Ken, I went to uh, the Soap Network and looked back to see why they called it, you know, why they gave that to her. Now, back in 96, when they gave her that Barbados storyline, they said what caused the reactive psychosis was pretty much uh, trauma triggers for Brooke. Um, right around the time of this storyline, she uh, Bridge left her. Then he went back to Taylor. Then she found out that Bridget wasn't his. Um, and a lot of other things was going on. And they were all looking for her. Because I read it to you. I read it to you, Ken Ken. Yeah, I know. They I were know. all looking yeah, for Brooke yeah. because Brooke told everybody she was going to Paris. Well, it was later on that they found out that Brooke was in Barbados, losing her damn mind. So, uh, so the reactive psychosis, that's what triggered it because she had all these different types of trauma going but, on. But the which thing is, is what I you don't just think basically a reactive psychosis because she literally is not remembering. She's trying to like but she didn't time. know that well, she was in Barbados either. So it was like a memory um issue then because she was supposed to have been going to Paris. So what I'm trying to say is is that she is actually trying I'm like on that phone call, like you hear is Brooke's voice, right? But mm -hmm. you don't regulate that you don't recognize that it's truly her. Like it could be one of her, like it could be like another personality acting in her acting right. in her regard to protect her yeah, from what she's doing. So if she's not really the one to blame. You know what I mean? It like, could, I mean, it could she, be interesting if that's what people when she was yeah. talking to Rich today, and Rich left her, he, you know, rubbed her face, and he's like, I'll be back, and whatever, I'm gone, and he left. He said, I can't believe she lied to my face. That's the whole point. That right there seems to be, like, a real big key to me of something that's foreshadowing with her, 
because she doesn't seem to be lying outright to him. Like she actually believes that whoever called and that whoever is never her, whoever called didn't do it in the intent to be disrespectful or mean just in the fair, uh, just to be looking for the welfare of Douglas. So my thing is, what if that person is actually her, but she doesn't even know it? Um, I go for that more than um, the psychosis. See, the thing about the um, Brooke psychosis is that um, when she hit the psychosis, she was psychotic. There was no yeah. in and out. She was all the way in until they drug her ass out. So right. Brooke is going through something right now. One damn minute, she's a raging fucking Karen. And the next minute, she's not. Like, she don't remember what right. the hell going on. That's exactly. true. That's true. Exactly. So right. it could be more towards uh, what Ken Ken saying. That's true. Because she we have been split personalities. Right. She flipped it in and out of <laughs> So it's either the alcohol or either what you're saying, the split personality. Because, you know, we're drunk, too. Now, she's drinking and having blackouts. That could be one thing. <clears throat> Or either no, she I, is having some type of personality disorders going on. I can believe that. I can buy they, it. They have not dropped a single hint or anything on alcohol. I think alcohol is way out left field. I think I think that they used the alcohol back uh, then in the early part of the year as it to be the catalyst for what's going to be a problem now. Um, so, so I, I don't whoever think they revisited why did I drink. I, I'm but exactly, it is because it's it's just going to be like whoever the split personality is probably is the raging alcoholic. It probably is because as we know, Nikki was very, Nikki, what was it, Nikki Smart? Nikki Smith. Nikki Smith was very different from Victoria Lord. Nick, but Nikki Smith was the personality that protected Vicky from realizing what her father did to her. I get it, so, Kim, but, but the difference is, is that when we see DID stories, we mm -hmm. are clearly seeing two different characters. Right. We're not seeing that with Brooke. All we're seeing is that she's a bitch and then she's not. I think that if we go in medical with Brooke, with, based on what we're actually seeing, the hoe in menopause. And we ain't even got to go that special. We don't have to go into, <laughs> we don't have to go into DID. Uh, the goddamn menopause can act, have actually have you acting like a different motherfucker. Uh, either she like because she haven't had sex. Rich, Listen, I mean, that could let's, be let's too. Ladies, let's talk about it. Let's talk about menopause. Come on now. You mean to tell me you haven't fucking ripped off somebody's head yet? I'm asking. Yeah. Oh, I'm not a menopause. I've never thought people's heads before, but yeah. But. <laughs> hey, it ain't no if. Uh, let me just. Uh, hey, maybe it's just me, but I'm on a whole different, another level. I go from zero to a hundred and something. I so goddamn quickly sometimes. I mean, I'm being honest. We can we can go back and we can look at history, but we know for a fact Brad Brad Bell does not do history. Not like that. He repeats storylines, but he's not repeating details. We still don't have a damn named illness for Thomas yet. I don't think we're going back to DID. I don't think we're going back to psychosis. Brooke is either telling a goddamn lie. Yeah. Either telling a goddamn lie. Yeah. Or 
or something is going on mentally where she don't remember because we're not seeing her forgetting anything else. Well, we're see, not seeing none of that. We're just seeing her lie. What we're seeing is we looking at her looking shifty like she lied. I feel like she lying straight up. Yeah, and here's the thing. The only person she's directly lied to is Ridge, okay? Because with Hope and with Liam, she did a whole lot of two-stepping, okay? But yeah. she never made any comments to either one of them where she where he out where she outright says, I'm not the one who did it. Nor right. does she mention that Ridge has asked her specifically if she did it. She completely left that out with Liam and with Hope. <clears throat> Because it so, seems like she'd much rather it to be swept under the rug. That's why she's offering up dinner. She wants to try to offer him her crumbled up, dried up cookie because she wants to pretend like it didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, and so when Rich called her last week and he, he point blank asked her if she um had um anything to do with it because, you know, she of what she had been saying about Thomas not being fit for that. And and, uh, and and all of this other bullshit that she been doing, et cetera, et cetera. She point blank said, and he asked her to be honest with him. And he's asked her point blank, did you do it? And she responded, and, and she had that crazy ass, these looks that Brooke is serving lately just, just are strange. But she point blank said when he asked her that if she did it, she said, it wasn't me. And then she did it again today when Ridge got to the house and they were talking about it when she said, well, I certainly wouldn't know who did that. So in Ridge's eyes, he sees that she directly lied to him twice when put to the question. No omissions, no dancing around, no skitter scatting around the facts, just flat out, I didn't do it. But the thing is... She never did any such thing with Hope or Liam, though. Right? That's true. <clears throat> she did a lot. Like you said, she did a lot of non-answering. She did a lot of evading the question. Well, I'm sure whoever did um, thought. I'm sure whoever did was concerned. I'm sure whoever did didn't know. She was defending exactly. whoever did call. She was Right. Like she knew. Exactly, Sam. Like she knew. Right. That's why I'm right, that's why I'm it, on the train of her knowing who did it or putting somebody up to it inadvertently. Correct. Because Brooke could be sitting around saying, you know what, I did tell Dollar Bill about it. Maybe Dollar Bill tried to take care of it for me. What if what if Dollar Bill shows up and gives her impertinent pertinent information? What if Dollar Bill shows up and says, yeah, 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 um, Brooke, um, I, you know, I called um, CPS on Thomas after I talked to you last week, that son of a bitch. You know what I'm saying? You know how Bill is, right? And then Brooke will be like, what do you mean? Well, yeah, you called me and you told me that the psycho had a knife and the ridge forbade you from calling CPS. So I called CPS. He can't tell me what to do. That mm -hmm. could be who she waiting, who she, why she keep looking at her phone, Sam, because I said that today, I, I find it real odd that Brooke is speaking as if she know whoever called and what their intentions was. How she know they didn't have malice intentions? You so know, Vicky Lanker over at YouTube, <laughs> she is really on the DID talking about maybe another personality. 
is texting someone. Well, we ain't had a good DID story in daytime in a long time. So oh, you know what? The only no the best deal. DID ever is um Victoria Lord and Vicky Smith. Uh, what was her Smith name? Nikki Smith. And Nikki Smith. Nikki. I remember watching those when I was a kid, child. Yeah, Erica says I did that shit. Let me tell you <laughs> something. I, it wasn't nothing I loved more than when Vicky would crawl up into that ball and cry like a little girl. Remember when she used to do that, ball up and cry like, and that's when Nikki Smith used to come out all stern like a damn Sunday school teacher. Oh, I miss those days. But anyway, well, um, I wanted a DID for Steffi, and they're all Steffi fans was like, "What the? F-? I wanted to see Steffi play dual roles. I just did. I just want Jackie. I wanted to see Jackie play dual roles. I want to see her, you know, being Steffi, being a real bitch, and I want to see her doing something different, a little bit different, you know." <clears throat> but anywho um, I don't know um, uh, Louisa uh, Elkers down there in YouTube um, just put up Liam why are you doing that at 9 o'clock Louisa <laughs> you see she literally just posted Liam like what What do you want Louisa what there's Liam as the, as the suspect she literally just has his name that's why I'm wondering what Louisa is getting at <clears throat> Let me see. What did she say before? Hold on a moment. She just put. Oh, hold on. Steffi was. Because I just see Liam. Forrester Spencer. Steffi was every time Steffi Forrester Spencer. Mm. Yeah, that was about um, Hope not having using Spencer as her last name. She's Hope Logan. Yeah, but Logans don't ever use their names. So then why was everybody tripping when um the, the recording said Brooke Logan and not Brooke Logan Forrester? I don't know why they were tripping because we've been watching this bitch for 35 years go by yeah. Brooke Logan. She has nobody has ever called her Brooke Forrester. Nobody. Absolutely nobody. Go pick up any damn copy of the soap opera digest between 1987 and yesterday. Turn to the bold and the beautiful section and find me one time where they call this hooker Brooke Logan, uh, Brooke Forrester. She is always Brooke Logan. Katie is always they're the Logan girls. They well, don't Ridge call her Logan too? Bubbles isn't to uh isn't he her Logan? Right, because she's the head Logan. That's they right. That, that, those are the Logan girls. Those are not Forrester women. Those are those girls. I don't know why people surprised. The only time Brooke used that Forrester name is when she created belief, and that's because she needed the F to spell the word. Um, it could have been belie, and she still would have got the damn money if it was belie, but it was belief because she used that Forrester name then because back then she understood what it meant to be a Forrester. She, you know, she ain't raising her kids to know what that means now. Of course, mm. her, so it ain't important to her. But mm -hmm. I don't know why people felt like that's some sort of clue that she called herself Brooke Logan. Show me the episode where she calls herself Brooke Forrester. Yeah. She called herself Mrs. Ridge Forrester, but she has yeah. never called herself Brooke Forrester. That's right. That's right. Not unless the hoe was being messy or trying to get in somebody's face. She's never. She's never. Well, she don't know. She don't need to start neither, as far as I'm concerned. 
All them Logans can keep their last name. They marry up too much anyway to even be trying to keep up with um their husband's last name. At this point, that's the that's nothing but the truth. Now that I think we have I dissected the hell out of what we what what happened to what we think happened. I'm actually hopeful for hope for the first time in, in a while. So I do hope that whatever this change is is really a sea change for her because the problem is she's not her her character's backstory and the legacy that she represents of where she came from, she's not supposed to be a boring ass character. That has bothered me for years. That yeah. she should not be as boring as the show has made her. Yeah. Even if she is trying to be the antithesis of her mother, she still shouldn't be boring as hell. But they right. made her boring as hell. She's so a I'm deacon shop in Brook freaking Logan. She is not supposed to be boring. Exactly. From a tawdry affair that went on behind Brooke's daughter's back and basically being the basically being as Ridge so uneloquently put it when he was talking about what would happen if the whole story got drugged back up again, that they would refer to her as the stain on the family. She was never exactly she was never supposed to be a boring ass drag ass character who ain't had nothing to offer other than um merely mouthness. So I really do hope that this is a step towards her having her own sort of renaissance because it's like I always say Hope and Liam once you take Steffi out of the equation and Steffi is nice and happily settled with her husband thank goodness bless thank you. <laughs> Hope is always more interesting away from Liam because Liam sucks yeah. the life out of, out of women he just does he well does. you know there ain't nothing that we can do about that she, that sure is the can. burden that Hope has to cr- that's the cross she has to bear. Oh, yes, it was her choice. It That's was 100% right. so her, her choice. So, you know, she can get interesting away from Liam if she wants to, if she wants to get close to Thomas, as long as Liam keeps his um, worthlessness over on the Logan side. Amen. Um, I'm not interested in hope breaking free and getting interesting at the expense of having her um, deadbeat, d- um, dirty dick husband to roam free. Oh no, 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 not not in the not in the direction of Stephanie, not in the uh, direction of Stephanie Forrest. Uh, Let me just repeat that. So in case anybody didn't quite understand what I was saying, what I'm saying is I would I would say to hell with Hope Logan as a character for here until eternity. If that means she has to suffer the fate of being shacked up with that damn loser to keep him away from my fave, I don't give a damn if she don't never have no growth. If it's either or, I know what side I'm picking. Correct. So, yeah, that's, not, that's not a contest. Yeah, that's not a contest. Advocate for her freedom and her independence and for her to be a great character if that means the deadbeat is running around free. No, I'd rather no. for her to be tied up. Now, if they want, now, as long as now, if they want to go ahead and run that show and keep Steffi out of it, go for it. Long as they yeah. keep, yeah. long as they, long as they don't, and that was always my big issue with the Lope Steam mess. Even once it was very obvious that Liam was worthless, and really him and Steffi not being together was actually, you know, a good thing for her as a character. I just never wanted it to be a mess where Steffi's growth or her potential or her stories or everything got sacrificed all in the name of, of Liam. Because that's we are we had already done that for years. Now, as long as they keep it, and my thing is the way that they are 
kind of sort of setting this up. If we are correct about Brim, Steffi ain't going to be nowhere on the radar. He going to be in so much deep Logan shit, he ain't going to be able to possibly escape, and that suits me just fine. Yes, yeah, he's not coming back to Stanford any. I don't I don't see that happening at all. But it does look like from the spoilers, it does look like um Hope and Thomas getting ready to get closer. Now, darling, on that on that spoiler you mentioned yesterday for Hope and Thomas, it was one on Liam too. It says Liam oh, grows yeah. more anxious. So I'm a s i am I will assume while Hope over there with Forrester and they those two over there reconnecting or starting a connection, he's going to be over there with Brooke growing anxious, right? Uh-huh, yes, because you know what's going to yeah. happen. She was supposed, Hope, Brooke, Hope was supposed to be, she said she was going to Forrester. And mm-hmm. that while she was there, she was going to talk to Thomas about this entire, you know, thing. And then she gave Brooke that, me, that evil look and, and went out the door. I cracked up laughing. So, Brooke, Hope has left the property. Again, and she said she had just talked to Liam and he told her about it and she ran up there to find out whatever from her mom. So Liam's at the cabin, her mom in the house looking bewildered because she can't comprehend. That was some funny. Shit. I know he just walked off and left us standing there. <laughs> Wait a minute, didn't Ridge leave <clears throat> after Hope left? Hope left. Hope had then came and gone. The last yeah, standing at the door, um, uh, talking about he can't believe she left. That's how I went off. I don't yeah. know why. And he's oh. such a big lot. You know, I was so mad at that that he's so selfish that he only we- cares. That mm-hmm. um, Brooke lied to him. He don't care that Brooke is trying to take, strip his son of his parental rights. She didn't care when he tr- she tried to murder his son and hide his body in in a in dissolved in a bad acid. He hasn't cared about none of that shit she's done to his kids. But yeah. he is brokenhearted and crying. I gotta give her a chance. Oh, we have got. We have to get. We 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 have. We are getting to Ridge, and then what happened with Taylor and Steffi too? Oh, that picture that was in Soap Opera Digest, um, of top that went with the article for Thomas and Hope talking. That is an old picture because I remember when I saw that purple outfit, I was looking at it trying to figure out what the hell did they put this girl in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I went to Warren on TV. And it was hope in that navy cami and printed pants. So the day has not changed. This conversation is going to happen at Forrester with her still in the nice green suit and him wearing what he's wearing. So that that lines up that Liam having all these worries about hope uh, and what Thomas's long term plan for her is. Watch, he gonna wander his silly ass back up to Brooks up back yep. up to the big house through the veranda yep. doors again. And yep. this is gonna be especially telling because now Brooke has already just had this disturbing conversation where Ridge just basically left her ass on red in person, and then and that's after Hope came through there defending Thomas. And basically yeah. letting Brooke know that she didn't appreciate her questioning her ability to judge the situation with Thomas at all. And you know Brooke gonna be telling Liam about that shit. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I want to know where the conversation I'm very I can't wait till tomorrow because I want to see how this shit going to go. So I want to know, are they are we going to hear a little bit more come out on Brookside to see if maybe is she going to hint at something that, you know, she may have had a role in this CPS or are we going to see something magical? Two between her and Lehman. I'm uh, Lehman. I always want to go her and Liam. You know, are they going to share a moment because he's growing anxious, but he always want to tell. He always got to discuss it with Brooke. Why Not he got to share his feelings of of his wife to Brooke? Uh, to Brooke. He's not going to start confiding into Brooke that way until Brooke loses Ridge. Remember, Brooke has to be the one completely vulnerable in that one tear to drop. When her, once that one tear drop, that means her sea is wet, and that's when Liam gonna get in there. So once Brooke loses Ridge, and she starts one tear dropping Liam, that's when he gonna bust her wide open. Mm. Mm-hmm. They yeah, both gonna be after they come back, yep, from Aspen. Because they're definitely both in... gonna be come when they come back. Because at this point, Ridge is gonna be done put his foot down with Brooke. Um, Hope is gonna be like, see, now you done fucked up your marriage. Business. Now I want you to mind your business. I don't want you to uh, do anything um, to, to um, you know, in- interfere with me raising Douglas with Thomas. Yeah. And that's going to put, um, I'm watching, that's going to put um, Liam on his hind legs. And when, she, when, <laughs> when Hope starts putting her back up with Liam, that's when he is going to be um, running over to Brooke because, you know, he can't take disappointment. They can't knock herself out by mistake. She I'm been not, out. I'm sorry. I'm just not catching up on the comments. 10 or 15 minutes now. Oh, because I, 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 I'm doing something else and I re- realized that she was gone and I was checking all the comments to see if she was in the waiting area. Goodness. She got a call at 8 o'clock. Oh, well, see, that's what I get for not paying attention. But then she said she came back. But Who then came she back? She was going to go to YouTube, Can Can. I didn't. I went to YouTube. I asked you to let me into, um, you, I asked you to let me in. Let me go back over here. No, I'm Oh, she know. did. She did ask at 8.03. She said, hey, hey, she's back. She, then she said, I guess I'll go to YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't hear the thing beep, so I apologize, Cam Cam. Ken Ken, she is over there in YouTube, Borella. We still got her. Okay. So, oh, one listen, thing. Um, Ken, mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. That was Electra Storm said that Liam will actually use a real bed again when he get the bus brook open. That's what I said. <laughs> He's going to get the master bedroom. In the big house. Yes, You know what? He might even get to etch his own initials on her bed post. Right under him, uh, right under him, daddies. That's a shame. So they beat him all head. So Brooke has been shared that bed with Deacon. Now she finna share that bed with Liam. Except her and Liam, they gonna actually warm the bed up. Deacon just slept in it. But uh, that's a shame. All in, all in Ridge bed, poor baby. <laughs> I expect Liam to devour Brooke because he ain't had a real hoe in a long time. I expect Liam to actually, I think his balls gonna actually sweat. You know, his balls ain't sweat since he had Steffi. I think his balls gonna sweat once he get Brooke. And you know that's gonna get that's gonna kill Hope because she already knows that she can't compete with her mammy. Right? Yeah. That's how she had to give up all of them. 
That's right. Yeah. You have to give up Oliver. Oliver got that um that old pro poon chain child. Yeah. Hope hope little virgin legs wasn't gonna do nothing to hold that man up after he had done went to town on her mama. Yeah. That's a shame. That's quite gross. I mean to the window, to the wall. To the wall. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. I'm not gonna be I'll be very honest. I'm not gonna be worth nothing. <laughs> when if when if and when this comes to pass. Because the thing is, Brooke and Liam are they are basically in the same place in their relationships right now. Yeah. They're both floating in this miasma of insecurity that is just so unattractive. Yeah. Ridge and the thing here's the thing, the crazy part is is that Brooke Brooks and Brooks insecurity. You know what? I get it. It's because she knows that Taylor is the woman who truly, who Bridge Ridge was truly the happiest with for the longest amount of time. She knows that. She knows it. So I can understand her being an insecure mess. Liam, Liam being this needy and insecure and so. So so he's so jealous because yes, that's what he is at this point. At this point, he's gone from just being cautious to being out and right resentful of Thomas, and not because of Douglas or because he feels like he's being, you know, that he has some kind of a paternal role with Douglas, and 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 and, and Thomas is just taking that away from him. No, it's about hope. It's because he feels like all of this stuff with Douglas is not about Douglas, that it's really about hope. And he's afraid he's going to lose hope over this. The thing that cracks me up is how could any man with any modicum of self-esteem in any shape or form believe that they could grant it? Yes, Thomas is fine as fuck and, and on an even playing field where there's not a, a bad history. I would say... Yeah. yeah, on a, on an even playing field where there's not all this history, you know, in the background. Yeah, I would say, Liam, you worry and you need to be worried. You should be worried every day. You should sleep with one goddamn eye open. You know what? You need to open your own fashion company so your wife don't even need to see nobody who last name Forrester. That's how worried you should be. Now, but let me hold on a second because you said that, and it made me almost have a stroke today. <laughs> When Brooke told Hope that Thomas has intertwined himself even in your business, and I'm like, yeah. that is hope for the future by Forrester Creations because you wouldn't even be no hope for the future if it wasn't for Thomas' family's company. But he's he's in Hope's business. Who else is designing this these rags for her? We saw you know they just trying to make her so important. That's the thing. They have to make her so important to Forrester. Um, so they have to make her like, you know, she's running things. It's really so, so contrived. It's really ridiculous. She got it all removed. This, this stuff on say Brooke Giants cookies need some milk. <laughs> yes. They need, they need <laughs> it is the witching season. I mean, it's almost Halloween time. And this girl, she and this and these cookies, they had. I mean, honestly, who knows what kind of package she gonna be waiting for from Santa? Because from the looks of it, uh, she might need to get a different delivery man because it is not gonna be Ridge Forrester at this rate. Oh my goodness! I mean, oh, so baby. I mean, so Liam is this. That's what I mean. Liam is this pressed. 
even though he knows the history that's between Thomas and Hope does not lend itself for them to have a romantic connection. Because here's the thing, the whole idea of, of Brooke and Liam driving Hope towards Thomas is like 88% of what's going on here. If they just talked to her like she was an adult and trusted her judgment, half yeah. of what they're worried about wouldn't even be a worry. That's right. But see, that's the problem, though. The, the reason why Hope is in this position is because her managers don't trust her judgment, period. They do not trust her. Why? Because Brooke has been managing her ever since she fucked that first boyfriend and had to replace him with Liam. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now Liam knows that Hope can't think. With. But, but see, Liam That's knows right. Hope. She did. When Liam knows Hope can't think, because when Hope is in a crisis, what does she do? She runs off and marries Thomas. She does dumb shit. So Liam is on this side like, yeah, you know, I got to manage her because she's really not that bright. So you can't yeah. really blame that man for going overboard trying to protect her fragile mind. Now, he, now, at this point, it appears that her mind is not fragile, but this is why the Lope fans are losing their shit. Because they see it for what it might be. I think that we see our fears, maybe. Maybe their side is seeing that this is probably seriously going to potentially lead to hope, and our side is seeing our worst fears and it, not, and it throwing Thomas under the bus. I have a, a strong feeling we're going to come where somewhere in between. Thomas is not going to be the culprit and the villain. Hope won't lose Liam forever, but it's definitely going to cause a big rift because before it's all said and done, Hope and Thomas going to be fucking and have some churn before the soap is done and over with because they have to. Yeah, she can't hold on. They just can't have her where she holding on to Douglas' dear life, Sam, until the show is out. They got to give her. They about to give her uh, a seed. She's got yeah, to they have more than one husband. Hope Logan is not going to end this show only being married to Liam Spencer and Wyatt Spencer. She's going to marry off and said and keep on going in the world and Thomas is going to be one of them. It was bound yeah. to happen. That's Ridge's son and Brooke's daughter. It was meant to be. Somebody fucked it up along the way. What well, a retcon Liam. That's what happened. So they yeah, might they be trying to fix that. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't shit. That's what they did. But I got a feeling they. I'm. I'm with the. I'm gonna go with the whole fans on this one because a lot of them pulling out. And didn't Amaya pull out in there? Why she? Oh out? yeah. She yeah. When she. Yeah. When she. Well, yeah. She really. And I. And I can't. I honestly can't blame her because considering the his the way that they wrote Thomas and how ugly things were with folk the first one and two times around. For them to come back to it now, especially if they don't do a proper job of explaining it or writing it or storing it out, kind of makes you feel like you, like your cat, like your fave, who in her in her scenario is hope, is getting thrown under the bus. Not even for what, what she would think is a good story. But the thing is, this is never going to be a scenario where hope Logan throws Liam to the side. In order to pursue Thomas, that's not how right. it's gonna play out. Exactly. And Liam are going to do something so horrendous that yeah. it puts a cap on on Logan's relationship. So I mean, mm -hmm. my, that's my thing. That because because that's the thing. It's like I always say: soaps have got prime directives that they have to follow, just like on Star Trek. Like oh, there are just some rules on on some soaps that you did that they follow to a T. Okay, mm -hmm. on and on this soap, 
Hope does not actually dump Liam because he's a piece of shit who doesn't deserve her. That is never the reason that they actually break up. It's always because somebody else was involved with something and something happened. It's mm-hmm. never just about him being a terrible man who's not good for her. Or finding a man who's better. Like, like if Wyatt, if Liam hadn't screwed up the way he did, Wyatt never would have had a real shot with her because she was still riding hard to marry Liam all the way to the end, even if she was flirting and screwing around with Wyatt. She was still going to marry Liam until he disappointed mm-hmm. her. And that's the only reason Hot actually, actually was able to get married. Right. That's my point. And see, that's what the Lope fans are afraid of. They don't want their precious Lope over. I can give a shit about their Lope. I want Hope to keep Liam just so Mm-mm. that they can be they can stay the hell away from the interesting people. What if they getting ready, y'all? What if there's going to be the new triangle and the new ships, though? What if they getting um, ready to throw uh, Hope at Liam? Yeah, be, I mean, because he did say, I mean, it, it may not even because we're so busy looking at them going back and forth with the trids, he might be getting ready to just move trids on up and start this here business with Thope, with Thomas Hope and Liam. I, I oh. thought that was coming in, and somebody said it wasn't going to happen. What, Thomas and Hope? Yeah. I don't want it to happen, but so I got listen, a feeling it might, uh, Bubbles. Because, because, listen, guys, the whole thing is is that a Logan has to be tied to a Forster. If yeah. Ridge, to stay Hope relevant, to mosey her Logan ass on over and marry yeah. <laughs> She's gonna have to take one for the team, correct? If yeah, Brooke loses Ridge, then it truly is Forster versus Logan. Bailing it's still gonna be a Forster versus Logan, but it won't be Brooke Ridge and Tridge. I mean, Brooke Ridge and uh Taylor anymore. It's gonna be Liam Hope and Thomas. And That's Brooke, gonna be our Forster triangle. Brooke is not going to stay out and stay out involved, especially now that Hope is going to be the Forrester key. I mean, Brooke has always got her Forrester kids, but if Hope's a Logan now, she's going uh, uh, a Forrester, she would be pushing, trying to get Hope shares, trying to get Hope the CEO chair. She'd be trying to get Hope, uh, Hope for the board of directors, you name it. Well, if you're going to be married to Thomas, you may as well get something out of it. Mm-hmm. He does have 5% for us to stop. You should petition to get 2.5%. Mm-hmm. There can be a storyline. There can be a driving storyline for Brooke. Instead of throwing her back in the bed with Bill or something like that, maybe they do know how um, um, Brooke, You know, Thomas would give Hope um, stock. He would, he would just give it to him. And yeah. offer her um, stock as a wedding gift. Yep. Girl, that's what it's fixing to be is the damn wedding gift. She gonna expect Thomas to get up off them shares the way Bill did when he wanted to marry Steffi and she was like, not today, Satan. And um, but you can't give me my damn uh family shares back is what you can do. Yeah. And I might let you smell my hair on the way out the door. And yeah. he took that offer because he hadn't even touched her in a long time. And the the opportunity to smell her hair he couldn't pass up on this so he gave her them shares and he still didn't even get to smell her hair on the way out because she was like busted by so let me yeah. i don't see that being hope's future but i see that being hope's future mm-hmm. let me speak on that nursery that dollar bill um has set up for kelly mm. you know i'm salty 
I am salty that Steffi did not marry Bill and um, start wearing all black and all black lipstick every day just yep. to be a raging bitch and raise hell. I'm yep. mad that we did not get dark evil Steffi after after um um she caught Liam in the closet. Yep. I really hate that Kelly did not make use of that beautiful nursery that Bill um set up for her in Steffi's family home, probably right across from Steffi's old bedroom. Yeah. Who are you telling? I am mad that Brad Bell denied us that. He took steam and refused to give us steel. Yeah. He took steam and refused to give us anything. Exactly. Had her sitting in that had her sitting in that house folding baby clothes and changing diapers while Hope was rubbing that belly and playing uh, in Stephanie's face. Bullshit. Yes, every day when we could have had still when when her and Bill both could have been breaking uh Hope and Liam off at the same time. God dog, right. they could have been but b- going between them both. They could have been just ah. Oh, because you remember. Bill had already wrote Liam off. He had said, oh, yeah. well, I done lost Liam. Fuck it. I got you, yep. Wyatt. That's what he said. He had already wrote off Liam. If Steffi would have told him, I want you to make his life hell, Bill would have obliged just to get a promise to uh, smell her panties that night. That's right. And girl, it wouldn't have even been the promise of panties. Like I said, she could have just said, I might let you smell my hair. And he would have been like, okay. Because yeah. Bill all about some Steffi. He was all about some young Steffi Forrester. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was he oh. was intrigued by the young one. And then they messed it up. Because <laughs> I'm I'm sour about it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sour still. I'm real sour. I'm probably gonna die sour about it. Um I'm gonna be sour because the opportunity that she had, like Sam said, to just go completely dark and wreck yep. everybody's fucking world. She had that. Steffi could have been the villain and I still would have loved her and she would have walked around and forced her in black leather every day, riding a damn motorcycle up the stairs, kicking Brooke in the teeth every time she got. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the distribution center. I'm running this game now and with yep. Spencer as her as her, her baby, Bill Spencer out here granting her every wish that her little head could come up with. Bill, I don't like Brooke in the building. But okay, the Logan's got to go. That's right. We didn't get that. But you got to get up out of here. No. Damn right. We was robbed. We were robbed. We were robbed. robbed. Everything. Mm -hmm. They robbed our future. Mm -hmm. They robbed us of our hopes. Yeah. And our dreams. And our dreams. Our future was stolen from us. But you know what, though? You know what, though? We got mm-hmm. now, guys. This is this is we going into nine thirty now. I'm be, I'm getting very disappointed. Um, I'm I'm sorry. I'm on the East Coast. I am very disappointed that I have not been seeing my Deacon and Sheila. I know they're not in none of the spoilers, so anything not we see these week. days is kind of like a surprise, I guess. And I'm kind of like, I don't like, think we're gonna oh. see them, darling. I mean, because they not in any of the spoilers for this week. But that's the thing. They weren't in the spoilers last week, and they just kind of 
slipped them in there. So I don't, I, we literally don't know when the next time we see a Deacon and Sheila at this point. We really don't. And that, and I have to agree with Sam. That's, that's a bit disheartening. I mean, I know that I guess they feel like they're such a definitive thing. And until they're ready to make that move, move, maybe they're just trying to keep them, you know, simmering on the back burner. But come on, man, give us content. I'm just not having this. Um, because first of all, I don't like the idea of them, the powers to be villainizing Thomas Forrester when we actually have Sheila Carter um, on screen. Well, we she got some villain. villains. That's right. She is the villain. We have mm -hmm. Deacon, who's just a bad boy. I mean, That's we were right. still waiting on Sheila and Deacon to find a way to scratch each other's back. I mean, wouldn't it be great if uh, Sheila was stalking around and heard that fight between Thomas and Brooke and she made the call to CPS to scratch Deacon's back to help get uh, Hope back her little uh, uh, adopted dog. I'm sorry, Douglas. Sam, it would be juicy. Like you I would actually eat it collect up if we actually on screen. <laughs> but we don't even. If they, you know, if we would have been seeing them, you know, when you mentioned that before, I like that idea. Why make Thomas the villain when we got two villains? We got a villain. We got Sheila and we got Bad Boy Deacon. But they hadn't even been on screen, Sam. So unless it's, it's a like twist, they wanna, unless they it's a twist for for um kidnapping Hayes, but when? I mean, why? We we literally have been like two or three weeks on doing nothing, but um. Uh, Thomas Douglas, uh, basically Thomas Douglas, and all the fallout around it, which is everybody. I think Bridge, after Bridge. Aspen is over, they're gonna shift Sheila and Deacon to the forefront because I Sheila has know. been going. Sheila's been going stir crazy in that in that apartment yes. this whole time. Okay, yes. she's been sitting in there stewing, going stir crazy. Even Deacon's dick isn't keeping her distracted anymore. So you know it's getting bad. It's yeah, getting rough. It's getting rough when you, the dick ain't keeping you bad off things. It, Exactly. So we have officially we have we have officially gotten to the point where uh, Deacon breaking her back on the daily is not enough to keep her mind over what she's obsessed with her son, her grandson, and her having that. And every because every so often you see her, she's she's there whenever we see her, which is not often. That the more every time we see her, that is where her whole focus is, and that's not by coincidence. Because yes, I do think that once. The once Tridge, the Tridge v. Bridge part where Ridge makes this momentous decision to to kick off from Brooke because of this entire all these shenanigans and whatnot is when they're gonna start to shift the focus back towards um Shikon and what the hell Brooke is up with for two reasons. One, once Ridge makes whatever this decision is, because you know the spoilers for the ten say Ridge's decision um has heartbreaking whatever or something. Um, whatever his decision is, it, it one that's going to take Steffi out of the full on. I got to get my parents back together mode because she mm -hmm. would have accomplished fifty percent of her goal with her father making the definitive decision to leave Brooke and all because of something that she ain't even got nothing to do with. That's like, hopefully, wait, you're trying to tell Hey, hopefully mm -hmm. we don't know if Steffi ain't got nothing to do with it. We've been guessing, but you know, Belle oh, I hope not. Twist is to go yeah. and make something not make sense and then call it a twist. True. But that would be, but that's the thing that, I mean, yeah, 
logic does sometimes logic leaps happen on this show way more often than they should. But the whole CPS part of it, Steffi and Taylor still don't know anything about it. Yeah. And I'm assuming that they're not going to hear anything about it for a good while because Ridge specifically told Thomas not to say anything to Steffi. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We don't know when Taylor and Steffi are going to actually find out that all this bullshit has happened because they've already left LA because Ridge was trying to keep this on the DL because he was hoping Brooke wasn't guilty. So as far as they're concerned, this is just Brooke being bitchy Brooke. Like she mm. always has been and nothing has come of it when in reality something has come of it now. So guys, listen, I got questions. Mm. What, are you, what do you make of um, Ridge uh, telling Thomas not to say anything about the CPS call? What do you make of that? Because listen, the CPS call was already out. It's not like it was secret, right? The CPS call was made. Uh, Ridge talked about it with Brooke before the call was made. He Mm -hmm. came back to work, went home. CPS showed up. Um, He called Brooke. She said she didn't do it. um, um, Then then he found out she did do it by making the call. But by mm-hmm. this point, they had already talked to Steffi and Taylor, and Steffi and Taylor was going out of town. What is the point in Ridge saying not tell them? We know that they didn't know, but why does he further not want them to? Know? Okay, I'ma see. I'ma say it all goes back to uh to Charlie Sam, um, because he had Charlie Taylor Taylor Brooke that that day. Now I don't know what it is, but I do think those two things are connected. You know what, Lady Sanchez? You know what? Mm-hmm. You brought something mm-hmm. up. I had forgot that mm-hmm. Charlie was watching Brooke. And He's he been, has yeah. not reported to Ridge yet about Brooke. The next day, he came in there looking for Ridge, but that's when uh, Steffi was in there. She came through there to get something. That was the day, the episode with the scene when when uh, Bill called her about selling this property in Aspen. So he was looking for to report again to Ridge about Brooke, but Br- Ridge wasn't there. Now, they could have had an off-scene conversation, but we know we got two days in a row with Charlie telling Brooke. So I think those two things go together, the telling Brooke and, and him telling Thomas not to say anything. Okay, so Lady Sanchez, you're right. That brings that up. Guys, did we forget that Charlie was searching uh, following Brooke? Well, the second day he came in, he asked Steffi if she had seen Brooke because he didn't know where she was at that point. So yeah, like, that's right. He he fell off the trail. He was being the bad. That's his head of security because we made a joke about that. His head of security fell off the tra- off Brooks' trail, but it still let us know he was still tailing her or exactly. looking for her. So yeah, and that's so that's two days in a row. So yeah, we haven't. So that's something else, guys, that we need to wait on the. So that string is out there is a loose end. Um, what what else was the other loose end? Brooke's phone, uh, Brooke missing her doctor's appointment was a loose end. Mm-hmm. There was one more that was thrown out there, guys. Brooke texting somebody again today too, uh, Sam, and it was odd because uh, she told Ho she was like, "Damn, I thought oh, there was Ridge that. calling me back on the plans." So it's exactly. Those three things are out there that hasn't had an end to it, and it might not. We talked about that. The voice app is out there. We know that that's going to play a role. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, Charlie following Brooke is out there, and what was mm-hmm. that? Like, that just talked about. I don't and Brooke and whatever Ridge, I felt like uh, Ridge had reason to step outside today and was like, "Man, she didn't lie to my, she didn't sit here and lie to my damn face." I was like, "What? Well, yeah, well, no, why? Why didn't he confront her? Why didn't he just say, "Why are you lying?" I done called the people that didn't already let me listen to the recording. You know, he don't have to tell her about Walter. All he have to do is let her know that he knows she lying. But we, oh no, but, he don't want to. He's first of all, one he and he's in flat. He was in flat out in denial all the way until he got there, and she bare point blank said, "I don't know nothing about that. I don't know nothing about no CPS calls, Reggie. I don't know nothing about that." And you can't say that. When you the one who put the threat out there. You see what I'm saying? So it makes you look guilty as hell. When she should have said something like, um, well, I know what you must be thinking, Riz, because I did threaten to do it, but it wasn't me, I promise you. She just was basically like, like it's just brand new news, right? Like this is all new to her. Then she he... even said it must. No, that's what it was, darling. Let me tell you what she said mm-hmm. that through. She say, well, she say, well, did something? She say, well, maybe. Um, did Thomas cross anybody lately? Yeah. Well, I see anybody his eyes got bigger. His eyes got bigger. <laughs> <fish. laughs> oh God, she was trying so hard to find. <laughs> was specific because they said in the call he had a knife. Exactly. So right, really- right. That's the thing that everybody under the sun knows that only um, a few people know about the knife. Um, even mm-hmm. Ridge knows that Taylor and Steffi don't even know about the knife. So, so yes, the relationship, the, so the big hanging Chad uh, aside from the uh, the Brooke having missed her doctor's appointment, is this strange interaction Brooke has been having with her cell phone ever since <laughs> she left? Ever since uh, Hope and Liam went to go get coffee, and she left her purse in the office, and she came back with her phone. Phone ever in since, her hand. Ever since that mm-hmm. happened, Brooke and that phone have been a strange thing to watch. And she and here's the thing. Rich is not telling Brooke where he's going, okay? Just like he just like he he basically felt like he went there to give her a chance yeah. to tell him the truth and she lied to him for the second time. So yeah. he didn't go on, so he didn't fled because his little feelings <laughs> is just destroyed. And not and then he gonna run yeah. his ass off the aspen. He's not gonna exactly he is not gonna <laughs> inform Brooke of a damn thing. He is not telling her nothing. He just gonna you know, I'm going to Darling, I'm going to go back to Sam's uh, theory just a moment ago now. I know we haven't seen Deacon or Sheila, but what if, because, you know, we back to this phone business, we don't know who Brooke texting. Is she texting Bill? And we, when Bill give it a rundown Wednesday or Thursday, whenever he pop up on the on his spoiler, will he be confessing it to her? Because, you know, Bill is a loudmouth. If he did this, we no. don't hear this the end of the week. Uh, or is she 
she texting Deacon? What no, is she she's not texting Deacon? It's not, it's not texting Bill because what Bill is going to show up with is Bill is going to be the one to help her figure out where the hell Ridge is because Ridge is about Ridge is about to ghost her ass. Okay, like literally, he is about to go to Aspen and not tell her shit, and she is not going to know where the hell he is. And when she sees Bill, Bill is going to mention that Steffi is in Aspen with Taylor because they flew on the they flew on the Spencer jet, so he obviously know who's who was flying. So he knows. So Steffi you don't think it's going to have anything to do with nope. CPS? Well, nope. who is she texting then? Who is she that's on the, the phone with? That is the that is the sixty four thousand dollar question. What if it's Donna then? We going back Donna? to Donna? Yeah, my money's back on Donna because we are all certain for the most part that that voice app has somehow has to come into play in all of this. And if it comes into play into this particular story, it would make sense that it would be Donna because Donna would definitely know because there's no way Eric did not tell Donna about Douglas impersonating her with that app after that honey bear bullshit. Y'all, I know that Donna is not dumb enough and she is. But I know Donna is not dumb enough to sit out here and use Brooke's name in what should be an anonymous phone call. She would if they were setting up Thomas to make it look like Thomas and Brooke put her up to it. But I can believe that. Just be anonymous because you don't have to tell them people your name when you called in. When they asked for her name, she should have said, I would like to keep this anonymous. Who in the hell calls and drops a dime on somebody and uses their government name? Well, if Donna know. is Brooke's accomplice, mm -hmm. like Darlene is thinking, then Don, then Brooke could have put Don. If they trying to set up Thomas to to throw Thomas under the bus to make it look like he made the call to sabotage Brooke, but that's Donna could Brooke could have put Donna up to it for her to do it exactly like that. Say it's me, and I'm gonna make sure it all leads back to Thomas. That's too much. So this is the thing. Um, we're talking about bail, and they are too simplistic with the writing. If, if Brooke did not make the call, just like Bubbles was just saying, if you're making a call to CPS, it can be anonymous. You don't have to leave it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Someone up, if Donna knows about the voice app, why wouldn't Donna use Thomas's voice? To make it sound like Thomas called CPS on it. Daddy, you know what? That's true. So that's it. Yeah. So that's out. See, and, that's right. Well, see. Well, here's so the thing. Theory, I want. I wants to see, but this is this is why I'm still keeping it alive, though. I need to see that conversation between Donna and Eric, and I need Before to see that that disagreement yeah. between you know Donna and Thomas. and Thomas. Because the thing is, on paper, Donna ain't Donna and Eric ain't supposed to know about none of this shit yet. Yeah. Neither one of them are supposed to know. What they could anything. be doing is that's the day they're going to set up for Thomas to show his true colors. And then Donna is going to go running to Eric saying, I've seen Thomas. Da -da -da -da. He's not right, Eric. He's not right, Eric. <laughs> no, say, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I not that quick because he's going to be in there with her. Bird brain be even popping her bird brain up to say, say anything. She is a Logan that's living there because she's pouring honey on an old man's balls. <laughs> Why is she getting involved? No. 
wanna, I don't want that mental image. I just ate. God, dog. Well, I oh wait! Before wait before we before I forget, I realized that it's like we got like fifteen minutes left, and we have not yet gotten to Queen Taylor and her shining her crown on her way to Aspen. Beautiful. Girl, when she told Steffi, "Listen, sis, I mean, I get it. You, you and your brother want me and your daddy back together. I get it. And when I came to town, that's what I thought I wanted to, because I'm still in love with your daddy. But listen." He loves this woman's dirty drawers and he gargles with her dirty bath water. And if Ooh. he likes that, I love it and I'm done. I'm not, he's married. What the hell yeah. I like trying to bust that up? I'm not a homewrecker. If, if, if that's who he loves and that's his destiny and that's what he want to be, it ain't for me to break that shit up. So I'm going to go on over here to Aspen with you. I'm going to ski. I'm going to wash my hair with some of this good old Chris. Rocky Mountain water and get that man out of my hair. And when I come back to LA, sis, I am going to be on the singles prowl. I'm not sitting here aging and drying up waiting on your daddy to decide that he's done being sidetracked. Bitch, I'm hot, young, and sexy. I'm fixing to go get me somebody, okay? Mm-hmm. Flat I'm- out saying, you know how many women wish they had legs in a back view like me? Shit. Right? She loves to have her back out. Jerisa knows. Jerisa knows to go ahead and put, go ahead and let Krista have her back out. That's the look for her. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It, it's like, it, it, and, she, and that's the thing. Taylor, she wasn't angry about it because she understands where Steffi is coming from. She really does. But she also needed her daughter to understand where she was coming from. That she's coming from a place of, look, there's only so much I can do. There's only so much I can say. If this man is, if this per, if, if 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 this is how we rolling, then you know what? This is how we roll. I got to let I got to let this bullshit go. Right. Regardless of whatever he's doing, because and like she said, she even and I did and one thing I did love was that she very clearly outlined exactly why she's like, you know what? Yes. I get what you're saying, Steffi, that I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving Brooke the kind of grace that Brooke would never give me in a billion years, but that's not what it's about. I'm, it's not, it's not for me to be, to treat Brooke like how Brooke would treat me. It's for me to treat Brooke how I would treat somebody like be like, and I really, I respected that. That she, said, um, she said, she said, you don't treat people how they deserve. You, treat, mm-hmm. you don't people. You don't treat people how bad they are. You treat them how good you are. Right, which I appreciate it because yeah, she's being very clear. No, this ain't got a damn thing to do with me liking Brooke Logan or, or thinking that her marriage is worthy of this, that, or the other, or that she's worthy of this, that, and other. No, this is about me and my goddamn standards and what. And what I am about and what I I will do and what I will not do. And and the thing is, I feel like she made some headway with Steffi. Steffi still, you know, Steffi still feels how she feels about the whole thing. But I think she kind of made her mom, uh, made her, she kind of made her understand, look, this just ain't for me, baby. I can't keep doing this mess with your, with your daddy because he's just too fucking messy. She also yeah. told her mom what I liked. Uh, she told her daughter, I mean, I don't want him either just because he mad with Brooke. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so she's sick of that too. So she's not taking it. But did I hear Taylor say when she get back home, she was looking, she'd like maybe to start over or look for a new interest or something in that, uh, on the lines of that. Did I hear her say that today? I didn't hear anything about the future today from Taylor. Okay. Okay. Maybe it was just me hoping and think- wishing. I think how she put it was that she wanted to move forward because she feels like she she feels like she wasted she's wasted too much time hoping or hoping for Ridge to get his head out of his ass. Mm-hmm. Is basically how how she how she felt about it. Like she didn't like she didn't for two seconds say, Hey, yeah, Ridge don't Ridge doesn't love Brooke. And that's the thing. It's one of the big differences between Ridge. It's one of the big differences between how Forrester, the Forrester women look at things and how Logan women look at things, which is that Brooke is hope, I mean hope. Taylor is under no delusions about the idea that Ridge loves Brooke. He knows she knows this. She knows this intimately. This man loves this woman. No matter how toxic she is, no matter how trifling she is. No matter what kind of bullshit she get up to, he really and truly does love her. And I have to accept the fact that that may never, ever change. And he may be just stuck where he is permanently. And there's nothing I can do about it. And it's not for me to do nothing about it if he's going to be stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that it lasts because, you know, we're getting set up. So, um, so basically, what we would like as Forrester fans is for um, Brooke to be the maid to call to ruin her own marriage, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. And I don't want her to have an out. I don't want her to have done this because she's sick. I don't want her to have done this because she got some fucking DID. I don't want her to have even done this because she constipated. I want her to have done this because she just hates Thomas and she wants um, him out of her daughter's life. I'm tired of them giving her excuses. So six months from now, they can say, oh, well, you know, Ridge walked out on Brooke when she was ill and she was going through mental problems and she didn't mean to do any of that. She wasn't in her right mind because when Thomas wasn't in his right mind, they gave him no quarter. He got no sympathy. No that's right. They wanted the key thrown away. So that's the same energy I want for Brooke, Logan, Forrester, Forrester, Logan, Forrester, Forrester, Marone, Forrester, um, Spencer, Spencer Jones, um, Spencer, Forrester, Forrester, Logan. That's what I want for her. I want her to, I want her and her fans to feel the same way that Thomas and his fans have been feeling for the past three years. That's right. Y'all never going to get y'all foot up off of her throat. That's why I want them to feel like, like Brooke is just being, of course, we know it'll never happen, but that's what I want. That's what would restore fairness to this show for me is yeah. if could go through some of the same shit that she's been putting other people through for all of these years. Thank you. I don't want her Thank to, I want her to own this shit and just finally be like, well, I didn't know what else to do. I panicked and I called and I yeah. And I'm sorry that I lied, but I did that shit. Straight up. I just didn't want Thomas around my daughter, and I felt like Douglas was ours, and I wanted him back in the little wreck shack, and that's why I did it. I, yeah, sure. I don't want them making this. Oh, now Ridge feel guilty because he left Brooke for Taylor, 
And now, you know, he feel bad and he's questioning himself. And Brooke is popping up all over the place. And mm. he's still giving her an ear. And he's still being sympathetic to her. I don't want that. But that's what they mm -mm. got us. I don't want that. I want Reese to cut her off. And I want it to be just like it was in the 90s with her watching him and Taylor making love outside of the window. Yeah. It was her and, and trying to set the house on fire. That's, that's my dream for Brooke. And this story. I agree. I agree with you because that's the thing. If they give her this can, I'm gonna be blunt. If they give her this candy ass, well, I'm gonna be pissed off. Just because you know what, y'all don't. The show has not been very kind to a lot of other characters. Stephanie didn't get no easy outs. Thomas that's ain't right. getting no easy outs. Everybody else who screws up doesn't get an easy out. I mean, Lord, they even had, they even tried to give Liam a, a out for being a cheating son of a bitch by saying it was a mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> but it was an out, though. It was an out. It was a dumb mm -hmm. one, but they gave him an out, darling. Exactly. He killed Vinny and they gave him an out. Well, yeah, we but yeah because Vinny was obsessed with Thomas. He was in love with Thomas, so he wanted Thomas to have his last dying hope, to sleep with hope, and he was going to kill himself so Thomas can do that. So even I don't care how kind, what kind of a wingman you are is. I still think that was some love that did not speak his name shit. Because that was just too crazy. That was dumb. We, we ain't got but five minutes. Did y'all see the post that Matt Hangy put up? Yeah. Suicide for people. And Walter here risking his job. Thomas chucking these boys off camera. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I cracked up laughing because I was like, you know, honestly, that would make more sense than what the hell was written to be honest here. How long have we been saying that they need to either make Thomas buy or gay and have him just fucking everything that moves in LA, all the men, all the women, everybody. Everybody needs to be fighting over Thomas. I want Thomas Forrester in the same kind of triangle that Johnny Demira is in. His sister and his ex-wife is fighting over him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -mm. Actually, is they, they fight each other about him. Look, yeah. Mad because Johnny's sleeping on the couch and Chanel looking at him. Hell, I would look at him too. He's young. I would that's too. Wonder that's minute, that's wonder minute. That's wrong. Johnny had on those uh those breeches, baby, baby, and uh, his clothes was sitting drawn. sideways, and then in those breeches, <laughs> and Chanel <laughs> was standing there <laughs> drooling. <laughs> and then he woke up and said, "What you looking at?" I was like, "You know what the hell she looking you know at, Johnny?" Right? Because Johnny and Chanel, they had some hot, passionate chemistry. Let them tell it. And poor, mm -hmm. she even went to bat for him, baby, because you know Allie was trying to throw him out, and she was like, "Wait a minute, hold on, give him a, at least three more days." <laughs> no, give me three more days to look at him. Look, let's see if I can get him in some gray sweatpants while I'm at it. Mm -mm. <laughs> I was like, girl, right? What is it gonna hurt if he just staying on the couch? That's what. Yeah. He's just laying on the couch, and of course, it's hot. I mean, y'all ain't got no air conditioning. He barely covered up with a sheet. Bless him. Yeah. He, he gonna get the death of cold. He he need
I give that's why I give days credit. This is the kind <laughs> of four-dimensional storytelling you need because yeah, it's yeah. easy to write a triangle where it's two guys fighting over a girl or two girls scrapping over a guy, but a pair of siblings scrapping over the same woman, a, yeah, bro, a pair yeah. of twins, a man yeah. and a woman. Yeah, okay. Like y'all done y'all done came into generation Z with this shit. I right? We gonna go. Let me tell y'all something else about Dave. I need to talk about. I need to talk about Dave. So we gonna go over tonight. Sam, I'm gonna look at what you gonna say, but we gonna get a couple of extra minutes because it's some about this stuff about days. I got to get off my chest too. Go I on. agree, bubbles. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was letting Sam go because she's no. Oh, yeah, no, I, I mean, bubbles. yeah, yeah. No, either one of y'all go ahead. Whoever. Listen, bubbles. Y'all know days of our lives ain't but thirty-seven minutes now. Do y'all see that? They got, mm-hmm. they got less commercials. They, they, you get two commercials. It's a That's total it. seconds. That's it. I thought so. You know why? Because I binged it today. Yeah, you did. Because it was easy to watch. You don't yes, get two commercials per episode. It's 37 minutes. Y'all, why did I think I was sitting there for a whole ass hour? I was counting out like I got three days of days to make up. I got three hours to watch. How am I going to well, look you- so bold and the beautiful come on? And it finished in time. And I was like, how in the hell did I do three hours? What the-? And I looked, they 37 minutes per episode. They packing so much shit in the episode. Y'all know Jennifer Horton, Jennifer Rose, De- uh, Horton Devereaux, and sat here and then ran over Gwen at the police. Yes, ma'am. They took Gwen to the hospital. They had a whole day. Everybody talked about it. Well, you know Jennifer on these pills now, and she went driving last night, and she don't remember. Well, so we don't out that Jennifer was taking them pills, and she said Jennifer told her she gonna make her regret. Y'all won the Jennifer's brand off of Gwen, and before the end of the episode, Jack figured it out. Jennifer remembered. Jennifer remembered. Jennifer remembered. Yeah. And fucking Leo went over there to blackmail Jennifer for some money because, ma'am, you ran over my best friend while you was out here high and hopped up on pills. Yeah, you gonna have to pay us. Wait, how Leo found out? Gwen told him, Sam. Gwen told you. Leo, was... Leo, today, honey. Yeah. So I didn't. Wa- I didn't finish. I, I started watching. They had him being so much fun on days. I never want him to be Kevin Fisher regular ass. Let me tell y'all something. I love some Leo Star. He said, I know it's going to sound funny, but I'm getting ready to tell you what it is Jennifer then did. He said, I'm a, how you say, a pill popping? He you said, Jennifer, you your pill popping wife out here. <laughs> he called me something. He said, this pill popping, deranged, vehicular manslaughter. He was like, I got the charge. I know what it's going to be. So listen, I didn't get, I didn't finish it, but I got some comments to make about days. Mm. Um, days does not look cheap anymore. Oh no, honey. Let me tell y'all something about days. I used to hate the days wardrobe. I, I used to hate it, but let me tell y'all something about days. Days wardrobe has been picking up. I was looking at Belle today. I'm like, well, goddamn, that's a nice dress for her, a woman her age. I was like, that's cute. That's pretty. It's appropriate. I was shocked for days. And as I pinned through everybody on days, especially the men, um, EJ Demera, Chad Demera with all that nice ass he got. I mean, the fashions was on point. I'm talking about everybody. And this was hard for days to pull off. Days is not looking cheap. How about that Demera uh, safe? 
that Chad went into to get the gun out was stacked up with money and paperwork. How about that prop? How about Stefano's house is beautiful now. I used to hate looking at that set. And they had Stefano's picture behind the damn door in a corner some shit. And now he's over the fireplace permanently displayed. The living room is in neutral, beautiful shades. Not that depressing shit. Ken Corday said, come on with the streaming money. We fixed to show y'all something. We and did. They- well, you know, one of the girls on, on uh, last night or uh, last week said days, not only that. Uh, so in February, when the new storylines come out, they're going to go up to 45 minutes bubble. So you think you're getting good. You eat now with 37. We're going to get 45 minutes of days. And they, they have been investing in new cameras and new sets they for the staff. So buttons. you can tell they're trying to shoot this shit in 4K. They are you can you cars. definitely can. Let you me tell you my TV don't look right. My, my TV friend, don't look I, right. I, I, I <laughs> because I don't have the best TV. And right. when I turned on days on Peacock, I was like, well, wait one goddamn minute. Did, did my TV upgrade? No, it was days on Peacock. Let me mm-hmm. tell y'all something about days on Peacock. They are not, they not missing no beats. But even that, let me tell you something about Clyde and his confession, because you know I wasn't watching all of that back then. I had fell off earlier this year. But Clyde, Mm -hmm. when he went back, as he was telling Chad, um, all that had happened, they did a fantastic job of catching up anyone that had not been watching completely all of the time. And the use of the flashbacks. I mean, I am here for days of our Sam, life. did you catch that part when Clyde told when Chad was, how could you do this to Abigail? She was a saint. And Clyde told Chad she wasn't no goddamn saint. She was the bitch that cheated on my son and broke his heart. I said, oh, and no. he called her a whore. He did it twice. He did it twice. I was like, oh, my God. This is incredible. Because this is not like one-sided on soaps where, you know, the heroine going to be avenged. No, Cloud went mm-hmm. down swinging and called her a whore and a slut. He sure did. <laughs> Considering the fact that I never could stand Abigail ass, I, I, I appreciate that. I was dead. Because <laughs> and I we getting ready to get us a, uh, we getting ready to get us a triangle. Guess what, Sam? Um, So Will, uh, so yep. Will has made up his mind that he gonna go ahead on and leave and take that, that job. So he leaving Sonny by himself with Leo, cause Craig going back to New York, baby. And Chad has also fallen for Sonny, guys. So, look, y'all, I don't know who not watching days, but y'all need to be plugged in if y'all not watching. Wait, so so Chad has fallen for Sonny? Chad has okay. fallen all the way in love for Sonny. He not just Chad. hadn't said nothing yet. Not Chad. Chad's Abby's husband. Yeah. Him and Sonny has been like it was it was many, many episodes and we thought they was just going to go all the way in and kiss. But all we got was hugs and like little kiss, you know, like a little smooch like it's, it's going to be OK. He has been falling. It ain't no way in hell they not going to go back and, uh, and touch on that. 
Dead Abigail's husband, Chad. Dead Abigail's husband, Chad, baby. He was staying at the Karyaka's house. He was staying at Victor's house after um after all after Abigail was killed. He was completely falling off the rock. Sonny was finding him in the clubs, passed out. Roman was calling Sonny. You know, you need to come and get him. He was in the pub, drunk, going behind the counter. Like they were having some scenes, baby. And they were having some embraceful scenes where he was just holding on to Sonny. And Sonny was like, Chad, I got you. I'm not going to let you go. This was past friendship, guys. This was past. But they never acted on. They just would show him like staring at each other. And then they would just hug, but they never just went in for the kiss or nothing like that. And I believe we're going to revisit that. I I'm do believe people were expecting him to hook up with Stephanie since they was all talking today. Sanchez. I'm gonna have to get on some re rewind on that. I wish they yeah. like Clyde did because Sam is right. I wasn't watching at that moment when Abigail got killed, but mm. retelling of how everything went down from where he had overheard um What's his name? Um, he overheard EJ talking to Bell, and he told EJ, you better not say nothing to nobody. You better not yeah. tell nobody but God. It'll kill your mama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> EJ went ahead and told Bell, and so Clyde was like, well, fuck it. I, you did, I, I got to make you pay now, so I'm going to have to go. Yeah. He, he was going to kill Bell. He wasn't even yeah. going for Abigail. He was 100% going to go and kill Marlena's baby girl, honey, and came across Gwen, um, not Gwen, uh, Abigail, and said, well, you're the sister-in-law, so it'll hurt if I kill you, too. And he did. And that's yeah. why he did. But Abigail is kind of mouthy, because she was being mouthy with that man. I ain't never really been an Abigail fan. I'm not trying to blame the victim. Well, this is so proper. We can do this. Um, she, she was, was being the badass, yeah. She was real mouthy with this man talking about, you know, well, I, I, I'm I just gonna go call the police. I, I, yeah. I walked off into the room like the man was just gonna be like, well, okay, go ahead and call. Are you turning your back on the pro right. somebody who just got out of prison, ma'am? Ma'am, you, you, I mean. Damn, use some common sense. <laughs> this is somebody but, who ain't afraid to go to jail. They could have made her last day there better than that. I mean, like this man is standing up there with gloves on. You notice the glove. You make mention of the gloves. And you just going to walk. Well, I'm just going to call the police. You know, not, not even lock the door. Just let him come in behind you and lock your door. You know, oh, I mean, had a conversation with this man for a good 20, 30 minutes. This man is sitting here telling you how he came to kill somebody. You tried to have a fucking rational conversation with him. I'd have been fighting him the minute he walked through the damn door. You do not live here, sir. <laughs> right? We, we got to fight now. I have to say, Abigail, I'm sorry, Abigail, Marcy Miller. Marcy Miller looked like a beautiful angel. In that white dress. Them. Yeah. Well, in, in just in the in the replays I saw of uh well not replays, but when um Jennifer was when she was the ghost, where she saw her and she was standing up there, but then she looked down and she saw a little bit of blood. Then next thing she was in the car. But Abigail, Marcy Miller 
looked beautiful. I think the way they staged her because she was because she was being seen by her mother. She looked yeah. innocent. She had absolutely no makeup on her face. Not that I could see, because I could see her freckles. Well, her yeah. natural, you know, they do the natural look. She looked well, exquisite. Well, she looked the same way when they when Chad mm-hmm. found her too. She did look she beautiful. Did. Um, she so did. If, if that's the way she looked, if that's the way Abigail looked when she died, it was a it was a beautiful Abigail. I'm sure that um the Chabby fans was crying their ass off because uh, Marcy Miller looked absolutely angelic with no she makeup did. on. Those beautiful, big, gigantic eyes against that red hair. I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to cry because she looks like an angel. <laughs> oh my God. And I enjoyed the scenes. Now, I'm waiting on... Um, Katie to show her ass. It looks like she does anger. Um, it looks like she really leaning into the anger on Jennifer's anger. So I can't wait to see more of that. Well, she she too angry, honey, because her ass is supposed to be going to rehab. Um, but now she done been made. I think she's gonna have a breakdown before she gets to rehab. And she yeah, because her son come, Mike coming into the show. They he gonna come and take her to rehab. So I'm interested to see what happened because you see Gwen, she wasn't even in the street. She was still on the sidewalk. She had just stepped off the stairs of the police station and was standing like by the pole, but behind the pole, digging in her purse for the keys when Jennifer came. When, when she sideswiped her and kept going. So she went on the sidewalk. Now we know Abigail, it looked like she was seeing Abigail. Abigail was sitting in the passenger side while she was on the rampage. So I don't know how they could play it out, but she is going to go to rehab. She's not going to go to jail. She knew what but, she well, she knew, but she didn't know because she was sitting there. And she she said, was high on pills. Every single person that has ever hurt you, I'm going to make them pay. And when Gwen walked out that yep. I was like, oh, Lord, she's going to hit her. But you know what? How the hell? She, Gwen was practically, oh, she was still on the threshold of the door almost. Like she had just yeah. Out. She was on that little sidewalk area. She had just stepped off that bottom step. Like, she was still on the like the sidewalk going into the door of the police station. So she came off the road to hit Gwen. <laughs> but she was on them pills. She was because she was woozy and leaning in and out when she left the house. She was gone off of those pills. But just the, the space, I'm like, how in the hell did she hit Gwen and she didn't hit the building? Because that sidewalk True. is literally right there on that building. So you mean to tell me that this woman hit this other woman with her car, didn't touch the building or the step or the rail or none of that shit. And if y'all have ever paid attention to Salem when they're downtown and they're outside, all them doors is next door to each other. Clickety clack, clickety clack, clickety clack. How the hell Jennifer didn't do no kind of property damage and then the police cameras just um, happened to just not be working on that side of the building? How in the hell is the security cameras at the police station ever down? Yeah. That's some weird shit. How? Yeah. How? Salem. But you know what? I don't feel bad for Abigail dying because nobody stays dead in Salem. And that's what I had tell myself the whole time I was watching it because Abigail's mama's been dead, her daddy's been dead she got cousins and aunties that's been dead, 
And if Tom and Alice hadn't died in real life, they'd have found a way to bring them back too. Actually, they did bring yeah, Tom back as a ghost right before Alice died. So, I mean, everybody died. That's that's the thing about days of our lives. People die and they come back from the dead over and over. As and long as we got Dr. Rolf, they coming back. Yeah, so I imagine in another three or four years, if Marcy Miller decides she wants to come back or they decide they want to recast and bring in this mystery woman who turns out to be Abigail, I'm down for it because Days does that. But Passions was the only other soap that did some real shit like that. And that's because James E. Riley wrote Passions and he was writing Days. Exactly. Um, but but days when people die, I'll unless the actor dies, I always expect they're gonna come back from the dead a time or two. Look at Hope mm-hmm. that been dead, she done fell in the bed of acid and came back the, on the cruise of deception. Like all these people have been dead so many times. So y'all cry over Abigail mm-hmm. system, but she will be back. I can't imagine that they're gonna leave Jack and Jennifer's only child dead in a cemetery. They this got JJ. They got JJ. Who is JJ? Jennifer Hope's little boy. Oh no, that was Zach. Zach was Hope's little boy. Oh, you talking about JJ? Jennifer Sun. Yeah. I forget they never. He was on pills too. Family tradition, Hank. Yeah, he was on pills too. He was another pill head. Why he was you, another peel head. Why do you smoke? Is this part of that family tradition? Yeah, because he was getting ready to kill uh Kristen because he seen uh sure that, that that Chinese chick she was in love with his girlfriend. Right. He seen Kristen killed him. Right. When she found when they told her when she came out and told her her baby had not died, but you know so turned out Rachel was still living. It was Haley. I'm so glad they killed her boring ass. Yeah, Haley. The uh the the chief of police that Chinese that's her that's her daughter. Yep, that was Miss um um Chang's daughter. Uh-huh. Yeah, Chang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some characters that you just happy to see their asses. Yeah, <laughs> I was so tired of her. Everybody just loved her. All the boys was falling in love with her, and I was just like, ain't shit special about her. Please get rid of her. And I was so glad when she was gone. I got my wish. Well, since we're talking about new women coming on, and this is back to Young Larissa's, which the only reason I know is because I saw the boy, but mm-hmm. the girl that Noah was all broken up over in Europe is coming to town. Is actually what? Coming, I've is, seen it on the preview. Yeah, she's the she's woman who's supposed to be uh, running this uh, this this IPO. thing. So she's supposed uh, to be bringing what? She's the one Jill? in the merger with Jill and the company. Yeah. What? Her name I is really Jill. thought Noah had been killed, that girl. I thought Noah had, because he talked, because when he talked about that last conversation, they was on the bridge talking when they had their big breakup, and he haven't seen the sense. <laughs> because I always <laughs> wondered why he was looking. I mean, but he was walking around like a damn psycho, and I'm like, I want to know if Noah threw his ass off of that damn bridge. Oh, mm. It's hard, honey. Y'all know Noah is always been tender hearted. That girl broke his heart, and now he's back in town. Now that he's got a girlfriend. He's out here trying to who Jack's little girl, uh, little grandbaby. Um, now she's back in town, so he's in a instant triangle. 
Well, I have a question for Darlin. So, Darlin, mm -hmm. I seen something over the Twitter weekend. Now they are saying that uh, Kyle might really be for Tucker, which is why uh, Diane is keeping Tucker, you know, her dealings that she was having with him in Los Angeles, a big secret, why she's so worried. Is that any, is it any truth in that? I mean, because that would be enough to get me to come back if Kyle's supposed to be for Tucker. I don't think so, but I will tell you this much. If they do that, that is going to be one of the big, they're going to retcon the, the great sperm uh, switch up. Right, that's what I was just saying. Kyle would already be mistaken for Victor's being the turn of uh, Jacks. Now they're going to tuckerize his ass? I mean, yes. might as well call him new man and just let him form his own damn identity because his name and I fucked everybody. Yeah. That's what I'm here. That's what I heard on Twitter, darling. And I'm like, is that true? Because I will come back. Somebody said that it was apparently if they're going to do it like they did Harrison's storyline. Like he was believed to be for Ashlyn. Harrison was believed to be for Ashlyn and Locke. But come to find out, Kyle then went his ass down there mm -hmm. and was romancing his woman on the side. Well, apparently um, Tucker was secretly romancing Diane, baby, and Kyle might be his. Oh, listen, that might be a storyline to explore, but I would be hot mad if they so would Kyle not to be Jacks. I'd be mad as I'd be mad as mad can be because that's too that, much. That's that's thievery, okay? They didn't already killed the other biological child he had that he never um, got to raise, and now yeah. you're gonna sit up here and make the child he actually did raise his. We already went through this shit when they didn't know who Summer Daddy was. Exactly. Yes. And they, 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 he got jerked around with Summer too. It's just yes. like mm. he practically um, also practically uh, volunteered to be Adam's father figure. I mean, they need to stop trying Jack like this. I'd be mad Jack, if they uh -uh. Cal from him. Jack is too old to be... No, you see, you know why? I, they, I'm not about to sit up here and watch Jack Abbott be over how they fucked over Tracy. No. No, exactly. no, 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 yeah. no. They gave no Tracy heirs. one kid, killed Colleen off without a second thought, and it's been a mistake and a burr in my saddle ever since it happened. And now they're about to sit up here. They better not. They, they, they look, they, they can flirt with it all they want, but they better leave Kyle Abbott ass as an Abbott. I'm going to be truly pissed off. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It'll have to be a DNA switch up. And don't nobody want to do that. We just seen it. We, don't, we I ain't even going to say just seen it. It was done with Summer. We don't need to mm -hmm. see this again with another kid with Jack. With Jack, yeah. The only way I will accept it is if they go back and say Summer ain't Nick's either, and she really is Jack's. For Jack, yeah. DNA company that they sitting all they testing to has some kind of something. I don't know because Summer's DNA was messed with so many times. Then yeah. it could probably be her daddy for all we know. It went back and forth so many times. Uh, it with, did. Getting fucked with and I want to say Sheila was in town during some of that. So, I mean, who's even to say? Um, I, I've never believed that Summer was Nick's. Not after they let Jack um, bring that girl into the world in that elevator and almost kill Phyllis. After they had tried so hard to have a baby and she almost died and they gave up. And then she went and fucked the magical Newman and got a baby. Um, mm -hmm. Deliver that baby when the elevator broke down. I was like, mm, that's his baby. Ain't no way they gonna let this man deliver this child and it ain't his. And then she wasn't his. 
Well, it would be enough for me to come back. But uh, one more thing, darling. Um, I'm hearing Nate might be getting ready to go to uh, to jail. So whatever this deal was, he done made with Victoria. She mm -hmm. apparently might pull out and leave Nate holding the bag. And apparently, Victor knows it's mm -hmm. insider trading. Because yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Victor, the Newman's snapping up all of the stock once it hits the once it hits the market. That is that's normal, okay? But the mm -hmm. thing that would give them proprietary ownership over over Devon and Lily and Jill and them is if if Nate sold his shares that he has, and that's that's insider trading because it's a coordinated effort. Okay. Mm. So it's like no. And if Nate goes to in Elena, she already left his ass high and dry, for which I'm happy. Elena finally left. She Elena well, left Nate? Well, she said they need time apart. Ooh, oh, oh, it's you know over. What? It's That's over. People just can't break up on the goddamn soap opera. Let's just <laughs> well, she moved let's out. Break up. Oh, it's over. She, she moved, ain't going yeah, there. she moved out. I mean, because well, anything is I can't blame her because Nate is up to some shady ass snake ass shit, and he expect Elena to be a ride or die while he pulls this diabolical bullshit off, and she can she feels some type of way about it. Now, but I'm waiting on speaking hmm? of ride or dies, since we in overtime on days. Did anybody else get the feels like I got the feels over Bonnie in um um, Clyde's uh, wife, uh, uh, Nancy, Bonnie and Nancy's uh, friendship. Yes, I, I got all the feels. I was like, I like Bonnie, but it's not like Adrian. I, listen mm -hmm. to me, honey. Me and you both. I just, I got all the feels, and I welled up with tears. I was like, oh my god, look at Bonnie. She got, mm -hmm. she got, um, she's got Nancy all done up and her old and borrowed and new, blah blah blah. And now this is after she knew. That Clyde may have shanked <laughs> Will. After she knew he may have shanked Will, she decided she gonna be a rider divested. She's yeah. she gonna she's not gonna she ignoring what her husband's saying, and she showed up for her bestie. She and when her husband came in that room with anything other than congratulations, she turned around and said, "How could you?" And immediately started. Telling her friend, don't even listen to nothing he got to say. That was a long time ago. Let's get you married. Yep. Let me yeah. tell you something. I, I ride with Bonnie. That's the type of chick I want with oh, me yeah. everywhere I go. Oh, yeah. Honey, but it was beautiful. I mean, even after, you know, uh, Nancy told Bonnie all that happened. I do fully expect the next time I see Justin and Bonnie, I expect J Bonnie to be just a little bit peeved at him for um, telling that to her bestie on her wedding day, regardless of what there was a good reason. But let me just tell I just had to break that in there. I was, I have been thoroughly and utterly just happy. Well, you know, Justin, her ride or die, because you know, Justin was the one who got her off when she was being, uh, when that woman came back to town to blackmail her, and she was sitting up in jail, and she told him about the dead body, too, that she had written, she was the one that killed her husband some years back, and the woman still had the gun with Bonnie fingerprints on it and she came to town to blackmail her about it. And at first Justin was mad because you know he was like, you know, people said you 
this and that about you, you hadn't changed and you was just pretending to be, you know, my ex dad's wife, sister, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, he's been riding for her ass ever since, too, because he got her ass off them charges. And that's, that's why she told him about Clyde. She was like, well, you believed me. You believed I changed. And he was like, yeah, but that's different. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Wally yeah, Kirk, that's true. Wally Kirk. So yeah, <laughs> so um, them two got a ride and die relationship. So hell, why not? Yes, yes. I have strange things have, have happened. That's yes. in days, only in days, darling. And that's why I love my days. I am not going nowhere. Yes, I got to finish binging it because y'all gave me some of the ending today. I was watching it before work, but I got to finish binging it up. Yes, honey. Because I think I'm going back just for the revelation. The way. And when I tell y'all that Katie McClain is, I, is getting this Emmy, I don't even know who else is in lead or who will be eligible for lead uh, next year. Um, I hate it for Kimberlyn Brown because I feel like maybe she might would have been, if she's, if she submits in supporting, then she should definitely get it. But I would be afraid to submit in lead if Katie McClain is supporting, um, submitting because when she realized today that she was the one who hit Gwen, and just the utter horror on her face where she was just gone from being I don't yeah, know, same. Life. and she was despondent and just broken up over Abigail and then she was like, oh fuck up did, did I hit Abigail? I mean, did I hit Gwen? Ooh, I, think I was the one who ran over Gwen last night and at that same moment Gwen was having her epiphany yeah, I can see the oh fuck, it was Jennifer I can see her. <laughs> St. Jennifer. St. Jennifer. Yeah. And at that same moment, Jack was in the bar with Xander going, shit, man. I think it was Jennifer because, you know, yeah. she was all strung out and then she came back to the house and she didn't really know what was going on. Wow. Jack told Xander, you know, that's his bestie. I love how Days actually, their characters actually have relationships. Yes. Friendships. Yes. He told Jack about all the, he was having some budget problems and Jack was like, I'm sorry to hear that. What can I do? And Xander was like, give me a job. You know, most people would be like, you can pay these bills. But Xander was like, you give me a job, man, because I, I need to pay my bills. I need to work. So yeah. Jack for a job. And I loved that. We ain't going to talk for much longer, y'all, because we got to save space. It's 9.27. Mm -hmm. So three more minutes. We're going to wrap it up so I can get everything tidied up. But Days is hitting on all cylinders. I think all the shows are fixing to lose me. Especially if they fuck around with Thomas Hamilton Forrester and make him the bad guy again. I'm done with mm -hmm. um, y'all will have no I will have no complaints. I'll be all over days. Yeah, and if they don't hurry up and bring Esme back and make Rory her accomplice, um, because who would see that Rory is her accomplice? I want them to hurry up and bring Esme back and make Rory her accomplice and make her this hook killer. Because everybody that's gotten shanked so far is somebody who has something to do with her case, except for Brando, because that was meant for that little yellow head girl. That, that was, was for, yeah, that was supposed to be Joss. Yeah, that was supposed to be Joss. So I think a pregnant Esme out here got somebody, if it ain't Ryan, because he's in, she's still in the hospital. We would know if it was Ryan. So it can't be Ryan helping her. And we know she got her own plans. I want it to be Rory. Because his appearance is too coincidental to um, everything that was going on with Esme trying to get 
Trina out of Spencer's head. Oh, she's got a boyfriend now. You can't be interested in her. She got some other guy interested in her now. Now that would be some oh. diabolical shit if Rory turned out to be an Esme plant. I want him to be more than an Esme plant. I want them to be fucking related. I want him to be her adopted brother or her foster brother, some shit. They grew up together somewhere, somewhere down the yeah. line. They knew each other. He could be a cousin. I don't care. I want the two of them working in tandem because yep. they're going to do with Rory. He's not but even you know, a good angst. But you know what the problem with that with that story is? I've, see, I've seen that kind of storyline play out where for whatever reason, a femme fatale sends one of her confidants to go, quote unquote, seduce the female lead in the story to get her out off the off the radar of the male lead. You know what happens? That accomplice always catches feelings for his target. That's fine. That's fine. He can catch feelings for Trina, but he is still Esme's accomplice. And he's still going to go down at the end of the day because you're the one that's been out here planting the seeds that she's been watering. You the one been doing all the behind the scenes while we thought Esme was out here in France somewhere. Ava Nicholas thinks she did, but really she just been over here telling Rory what she wants done next. What has to happen next in their plan. That's what I want from General Hospital. I am sick and tired of waiting on Sprina to do anything other than to look at each other like they sorry. Let me know when he get out of jail and they start kissing the fucking or something like that. Because right now, all this, well, you wrote this letter for me and you don't want me to read it. No, you can't read the letter. Give it back to me. I don't know. No, but it's true though. You're right, uh, Bubbles. I'm with you. But I'm looking for uh for, for Spencer to pull that shit together because he's gonna have to save Trina from Rory because they I, you know I've always felt that way is him and Esme. That was my original people. Him and Esme work. It was just the looks. It was just when they first arrested Trina on that bullshit, that bullshit tape that she so say sent from her phone or whatever on Josh and uh and uh the little boys uh Cameron. shit uh the one who Josh was going. What's his name? Cameron. Yeah, Cameron, Cameron. Um, I said it then because it was just the way he looked and he was always popping up. I remember they even had a couple of scenes where she was like, Roy, are you following me? You know, he was just weirding me out because he was always somewhere listening to her conversation. I said, he got to be working with Esme. Man, I am. So but do we think Esme pregnant, y'all? That's my question. Do we well, think she's pregnant? She's got to be. I yeah. have a suspicion. Well, not a suspicion, but I I have seen Esme and Rory, where it seemed like Esme was coming on to Rory, and he was interested. He didn't he didn't go into it, but he looked like he was interested. And I always wondered if she could pull him over to her side. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, she got Nick. She showed sure him. So um yeah, I'm looking for her to be fuller, baby. Like I am just oh so we finna be eating from days and general hospital. And but you know what I like about days, Bubbles, you mentioned that like all in one scene, everybody put it together on days what Jennifer had done. You know, we don't get shit like that on bowls. That's why days were always Yeah. 
They didn't drag it out. They gave us two days. They gave us yeah. one day. They gave us one episode for the people to figure out that Jennifer was the one that ran over Gwen. They don't have stop signs at days no more. They're not breaking for shit. They can't afford to. They can't. They don't have. They don't. They can't afford to be doing that kind of uh, slow ass talk, storytelling. No. And they know it. And Ron yeah. Pavlotti got the goddamn talent to put out stories day after day, multiple of them, where they are interesting and in and, and complex. He is a genius. I need to know how they work in the schedule, though. Like, how many episodes are they shooting in a week? Because if they're moving to a thirty-seven minute format. Then they can possibly 45 by February, 45 by February. But so, yes, ma'am, 37 minutes. So, that's I mean, when you think about it, they was an hour before. If they were shooting a couple of weeks ahead of time, you they probably got a month in the can already. Yeah, mm -hmm. they used to shoot like eight months in the, ahead. Yeah, they were really, really ahead. They was uh, that's why when the COVID business they were still working they were because fine. they uh huh, they shoot so far ahead. Not to mention the ongoing joke of the fact that Australia days was always a damn year behind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. when, I remember when I realized that, I said, well, what the hell y'all mean? That happened last year. It's like, yeah, that's what we are. I'd be like, what? Yeah, the, 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 the uh, international soaps are starting to slowly catch up. Um, but I, I, really, I, I really feel like days of our lives fixing to take it, y'all. And we're going oh, yeah. to see these other soap operas are going to wake up because you know what they seem to have a bigger budget on streaming. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like. They get to save they say they save money because they don't have to worry about advertising dollars as much because advertising advertising residuals in streaming are different than the ones from TV. Totally yeah. different. Totally different. Totally different. You, you, different you use ads just to pay for the advertising. I mean it's opposite. And now you don't even have to have ads. I mean, you if you watching the ad, that's because you have either the free version of the streaming service or you're but you have signed up for the cheapest tier and you don't mind commercials. It's completely they do not have to rest on advertisers on streaming. Because if you're gonna pay $12.99 or $15.99 a month or however much it is, so that you don't have to watch commercials. You just covered that money that they was getting from the commercials. Mm -hmm. mm. Telling you, if all the other soaps don't pick up on this trend um, and let the networks go on and die with their news programs all damn day, um, I don't even know because it seems like this is the future. And Days of Our Lives has grabbed the future by its throat and it's squeezing all the juice. Out of that layer, next. Do you? I mean, that's what that's what Beyond Salem was. Beyond Salem was, I guess you could say, probably like their test run to see how feasible it would be for them, and it came back pretty good. It exactly. did. I love Beyond Days. And so I'm really glad that Days decided to move to streaming. I hope the other shows make this decision because yeah. it is the best thing. That if they want daytime to survive another five or ten years, this is what they're going to have to do. You're not yeah. out there on network TV. You leaving them apples on the vine to rot. Um, go on and pick That's them right. Up because this is the future. Ain't nobody going to be. 
You can be on the subway watching the shows instead of waiting until you get home. That's right. Mm -hmm. Days drops every day at 6 a.m. Once I get through with my morning routine and my exercise plan, about 7.30, I'm ready to sit on the couch and watch the new episode of Days of Our Lives. And a lot of these, you know, um, this gen gen, this new Gen Z generation, they don't have cable. Like I cut my cord. Mm. Like all of my stuff, I stream. Everything I stream now with Spectrum, I do get to have that streaming app um, where you get like fifty cable stations and you get your live TV. But you really don't need live because a lot of these streaming stations got live news and live this and live that. So you really don't need cable to do that. But it's just $20 if you just want some extra. You know, if you just in a habit like my husband, he likes to go up and down on the remote. He's mm. old school. So, you know, mm -hmm. I kept that app he so he can go yeah, he likes to channel. It's a habit. He likes to go up and down. But me, I know what apps are playing what. And I'm streaming all day long. I don't need cable. Nope. So nope. and eventually, that's what everything is going to start going to streaming out. So I don't think Brad, I don't see Bradley doing it. But um, if if he wants to, I mean, how long do he plan on staying in business? Because baby Peacock's going to be wide open with days. We're going to be eating royally, especially after mm -hmm. February. You know what's going to change them when days come up in there and win all them damn awards for everything? Mm-hmm. When He's they gonna hurry up and do something. And start winning them awards for best show and best writing. Yep. And Katie McClain gonna give them best uh, female lead. I don't care what nobody say. Um, they 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 gonna change. Are you gonna start seeing other shows going? Hmm. Maybe we need to start testing this. Maybe we need to see if we can be successful like that. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. you can. Well, people. Well, you can see they're kind of sort of. It looks like I guess whoever's poking around is starting to do some sort of looking because you saw why and I decided to actually get to get, make themselves an actual podcast. I didn't know that, but I heard about it. I yeah. No. Well, yeah, they did. Well, but here's the thing: they basically announced that in conjunction with the whole um, with the anniversary of it being the 50th anniversary. That this week would be the first week that Young and the Restless would be available in podcast form. Wow. So that you would be able to listen to it if you're not able to um, actually watch it. And if you go to Spotify and you type in Young and the Restless, you can pull yes. up the you can pull Don't up Friday and today's it. Young and the Restless in audio form. So basically, they going back like it was years ago when it would play over the radio. Yeah, station. Right, yeah. Exactly, it's a total throwback. Yeah. Wow. Don't better get on the bandwagon. Even when we be in spaces, and, and that's why one reason why I like spaces because I don't have to watch anything. I can walk around with my phone and just talk or listen. Some got some nights. I'm in a space, or some days I'm in a space. I'm not even talking. I'm just literally letting the phone Same. talk to me until I fall asleep. So, yeah. yeah. But and it's not a podcast, though. This is literally just the audio. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Exactly. They, I mean, they, I mean. they changed it into a podcast it's so you could have the audio version, which, which throws me back so far back to the old days 
when you know when you used to actually be able to listen to the soap to when we used to had UHF and VHF and you yeah. could still pick up the channels on the radio. Yeah. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. So wow, wow, something. I guess Y and R they trying to get into that market share there because I mean that's what people do with YouTube channels is trying to get you know monetized and wow yeah. so they're trying to, I mean, they're trying to scrape a, every penny off the goddamn counter they ain't leaving the right. I mean, and it's a no and it's a no cost option I mean what I mean what does it, it cost, cost them to, to put out an audio version of the damn show not a penny dime nickel no quarter exactly they ain't trying wow. to leave a damn dime on the t- counter they ain't leaving nothing on the counter right around the corner so wow so listen I know Days has a YouTube channel that's pretty popping from what I heard. Days on the YouTube, YouTube channel? Yeah, Days oh, of Our Lives. I didn't know they, they had, had a YouTube. YouTube channel. See, we'll have to look into that. Okay, guys, we need to really cook because it's a quarter. Yeah, it's time for it too. We're almost an hour over, girl. Yes, it's Tuesday night of that. Well, it's almost supposed to be 10 minutes, so. Um, we had fun tonight. We lost we because y'all know it is um, 4 o'clock, almost 5 o'clock in the morning in Germany. So she about ready to get up while we getting ready to go to bed. But she just yeah. So I hope she has a good night. Um, <laughs> everybody else over there on YouTube who stuck with us, Electra Storm and SB Ryder. Miss Queen Libra, y'all, Vicky, if you still over there, thank you guys so much for hanging in here with us. Um, if you're a new listener to the show, please don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel on YouTube and follow on, I almost said Facebook, Twitter. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And if you happen to miss us in the li- in the yard live, you can find us on Spotify or where you get your podcast. Yes. Yeah, you guys. Thank you, Bubbles. Thank you, guys. All right, y'all have a good night. Good night, everybody. See you tomorrow. Good night, guys.